What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, Colt members, Jacob here. Just want to tell you about this new product and this new company that we have partnered with. Step into a new era of wellness with Rife Technology. Utilizing the power of electromagnetic frequencies, these machines are crafted following the groundbreaking legacy of Dr. Royal Raymond Rife, backed by the dedication and research of Matthew Rife, Dr. Rife's great nephew. Rife Technology offers genuine relief and harmony. Experience life enriched by legacy and innovation. And remember, with a 30-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked, you can explore with confidence. Go to realrifetechnology.com right now and shop around. You're going to see their entire product line. If you listen to The Cult of Conspiracy, you heard the episode where we used one in shop with our girl Christy. We can tell you firsthand, this is some incredible, incredible technology. It comes in a really nice case. It has a tablet that comes with it. It gives you a step-by-step instruction on how to fire it up, how to use it, and it's incredible. The benefits of it are substantial. It is once again backed by scientific research. So go to the website right now, and if you use the promo code cult at checkout you will get 10% off of your entire order shop now at realrifetechnology.com that's realrifetechnology.com And welcome to the show. This is the Cult of Conspiracy. And my name's Jonathan. I'm Jacob. And today we are getting into the underground military bases, baby. This is a wild topic, y'all. We talked, we had the dairy episode, right? We talked about how there was at least confirmed 500 underground military facilities that were storing like 1.5 billion pounds of cheese. That's All just right. cheese. Now, we knew that it was, it was government underground facilities, so these could have been like underground warehouses owned by the Department of Homeland Security. Could have been, sure, sure, sure. But the fact that we knew then that they had this many underground situations, that was enough. We've talked about the underground at Disney. We've talked about this and we've talked about that. But you know what? We've never done a full episode on them. Oh, yeah, dude. And there's so much information on this shit. Now, and, and what's even crazier is, is that you know, uh, there there are articles out there trying to debunk all of this stuff, which is actually hilarious. What? Because yeah, yeah, like if you go to Snopes or any of those fucking fact checking bullshitters, they they all like try and say no, 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 no. There's no deep underground military bases. No, there's not children being trafficked from point A to point B. That's hold on. that's that's conspiracy theory. Okay, hold on. Sidestepping the child sex trafficking, which is like obviously happening, but yeah. aside that. You mean to tell me there are people, actual adults, that do not believe that America has underground bases? Like, even a little bit. Think about it, bro. 
if that they is believe asinine. if they believe that it would spark fear in their heart it's easier to disbelieve so that you can stay within your realm of fictional fairy tale land um, and and believing that you know America is just so good and so pure and would never do anything like that and Dude, Uncle Sam has my back even thinking that they have underground missile silos like for your defense for your safety and peace of mind mm. you mean to tell me there's people that don't believe in that Dude, that's insane. We you could go buy them. They have some underground silos for sale these days. Which, hey, cult cult members, we would like to buy an underground bunker and make a cult compound one day. I'm just saying that'd be sick. Well, this In goes Arizona. This goes deeper than just some kind of little pun intended silo, right? Pun, pun intended. Pun pun intended. Almost unintended, but but don't. But that being said, like, dude, there's there's so much information on all this stuff. And and Brooke really has re- really been blowing the whistle on a lot of this stuff on, on her show, The Outlook by Brooke, and then coming over here and talking to us about it. She has been on the dumbs conversation. This for- was this was one of the main talking points of Q in the in the beginning. Yep. Like every this is this is how Q like got like the uh this like the gold stars. You Basically. know, people were like, yo, Q's really on some shit talking about deep underground military bases, which really all of that started with um, the the people, um, I am anonymous, coming in with the Guy Fox mask, yeah. which I used to love those fucking videos. And, and actually, there's a newer one out right now. Yeah, um, but now we never know if it's controlled op or not. Ever since that one got released of the white robe with the Masonic emblem on it, and it was all just spitting New World Order rhetoric, and it was like, all right, cool, thanks. Yeah. Now we really can't trust him, which was the point. That was the whole reason they released that video. Uh, we know that, but still, we gotta we have to test our sources now more than ever. Yeah, yeah, but uh, also, you know, I've learned to do something as far as obtaining certain information, mm. and that is not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Um. That like you know pertaining to that, it's almost like you know, let's say fucking uh, Jeffrey Epstein was still alive. Okay, and he decided, you know, I'm going to, like, I've done a lot of this terrible shit, but I'm going to blow the whistle on so much shit, I'm going to fucking call everybody out. Yeah. You're not going to say, oh, I can't trust Jeffrey Epstein giving out all this information. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. And so, that's how I look at it. Speaking of which, good God almighty, we just just had a little time, and we're just going to share this with our cult members really quick. Anybody who may or may not have heard yet... Hot off the fucking presses. Jonathan, go ahead and go to Google. We're going to type in two words and, uh, well, two things anyway. And I didn't realize that this was real life. I saw a little thing pop up on my phone and I didn't, you know, I thought, oh, okay, whatever. Let's see where this came from. Go ahead and type in RFK Jr. and Epstein. Just... Go ahead and Google that to all the cult members out there. If you're curious what the hell I'm talking about, go ahead and scroll and just read some of those titles. The first few articles, dude. Oh, hold on. Holy shit. They got him with this one, bro. What you mean? Let me share the screen. By the way, you want to be able to look at all the uh, all the information that we share, all the videos, all the articles, all of the examples of whatever it is we're talking about, our beautiful faces. You want to be privy to the before and the after shows whenever we get to them, which there was about a 15-minute before show for this one. Um, and also the live once-a-month shows <clears throat> that we do. Um, uh, they're always awesome. And you get the show's days before they even drop, usually. <laughs> yep. uh, we're just two guys. This is a two-man operation over here. Yeah, it is. But, um, but that being said, 
the best place to be able to find those things is go to patreon.com slash cult of conspiracy podcast or rockfin.com slash cult of conspiracy. We put our video uh, information and uh, like all of our uh, videos up there because we've been kicked off of all the other ones. It'd be like that. And uh, we're just not welcome there. So we decided to go to a place where free speech is still a thing over at, uh, at Rockfin. Patreon, I've heard things, but they haven't fucked with us. No, Patreon's been great, and it's a it's a great way to directly support us in this uh, endeavor to make this our full-time jobs. Yeah. So. so let me tell you where they fucked up right here. <laughs> Not fucked up, but they did it on purpose. Okay. It says, RFK Jr. is shaky on details about his flights with Epstein. Got him! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dirty, oh, but it's also true. God. But no, no, just scroll through a couple. Well, I want to read this article, yeah. actually, okay. because <laughs> I like how they, they you know, they made a pun on that one. I did like that. Um, it says, this is by The Intelligencer, um, Never which is the NewYorkMagazine.com. Huh. Um, it says, Robert Kennedy Jr. has positioned himself as a populist outside uh, outsider in the 2024 presidential race, but it's hard to forget that he comes from American royalty and has hobnobbled with many of the most famous and notorious people in the world. Now he faces a, a problem suspiciously common for mega-rich people and other presidential candidates, explaining why he flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. In an appearance on Fox News on Tuesday, host Jesse Waters uh, asked Kennedy, you weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, were you, as a matter of fact? No. <laughs> Play that shit, dude. Play that shit. All right. Yo, DJ, you spin that shit. You were on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993, and I was on it, in, and I went to... Florida with my wife and uh, two children to visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with Glenn Maxwell and mm. they offered us a ride to Palm Beach. So I went then and then on another occasion I flew again with my family with I think four of my children and um, and uh, and Mary, my wife, to Rapid City, South Dakota, to go fossil hunting for a weekend. And uh, but other, otherwise, I was I was never on his jet alone. I you know I've been very open about this from the beginning. This was in '93, so it was 30 years ago. It was before anybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, you know, his nefarious issues. Yeah, but you knew, bitch. I agree with you that these, all of this information should be released. Um, And we we should get real answers on what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and any of the high-level political people that he was uh, involved with. All of that should be open to the public. It should be absolutely transparent. And, you know, I don't see why any of those records would have any redactions in them. Why would we be hiding that from the American public? Well, you- uh, okay, you're okay. the one trying to hide this information. I hold mean, on, he's talking on. about high-level politicians. Bro, you're one of them. Hold on, hold on. Like, what are you talking about? Did he not own his shit just now? I don't care. Now, hold on. It I doesn't say... matter. Dude, think about it. Hold on. Before you even get to that. No, no, no. Good. So, first of all, his wife had relationships with Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell. Strike number one. There's that. Number two, he flew with four of his fucking kids to a pedo island... Okay, I don't know if it was to the island, but it was on the plane. On Flo- no, dude, the island was off of the coast of St. Lucius, dude. He flew to Florida. 
Oh, there we go. So it's not right off the Florida Keys, bro. No, no, the Virgin Islands. No, no. Oh, I'm the, getting them mixed up. Yeah, All right, yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, right. right. So, but, 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 strike number two, I would say. On the Lolita Express, bro. Is the fact that you were even close enough to this person to use the Lolita Express to go from A to B. Like, what not once. Of, not once, but twice. Like, you were in the click. Epstein wasn't like, oh, he just started doing that. No, dude. He didn't just wake up one day and decide he wanted to start doing that. Oh, we didn't know. He was a predator from day one. You knew, and so did everybody else. For that reason, I would say, strike number two. Think about this, bro. How do you even come in cahoots with somebody like Jeffrey Epstein? That's what I'm saying. But How would that even be possible? He is a Kennedy. He is American royalty as much as Morgan. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So he grew up hobnobbing around, rubbing the elbows of these people at, at cocktail parties of these upper elite shitheads. Absolutely correct. So that's why I'm saying that's a strike. The fact that you were even in that clique in the first place is fucked. Kennedy but, noted that uh, that this was way before any of the alleged sex cr- sex crimes were public see, knowledge. See, that whatever well, public knowledge. That's what he's saying is that before it was public knowledge. Yes. Okay, but it says back when Epstein was just a uh, mysterious financier without a college degree who was known for being surrounded by extremely young women all the time. Mm. Was known for that, bro. Known for it. It don't matter if you didn't know that it, there was some raping shit going on. If you're hanging out with preteens. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Now, that being said, the fact that he owned, yes, twice. He had to. Here is where I went. He had to. Here is what I did. And I believe this list should be made public and I got nothing to hide. But the fact that he went that route with it. All right. I get it. But think about it like this. He was owning it and he's making it clear. Who's to say? We already know that the FBI or the CIA, whoever, has this documentation as far as the flight logs and all the information dating Mm -hmm. back to fucking, you know, fuck island over there. Yeah. Um. Who's to say that uh, your boy, RFK Jr., isn't in cahoots with the FBI and the CIA to get that information scrubbed? Look, I'll come out and say that I was on the plane, but you scrub all the shit about me fucking that five-year-old boy? Mm, You know what I'm saying? I would argue that he's against the CIA because they killed his dad and his uncle, and they tried killing him. There's a whole thing. They don't let you get to the place where you're at. Think about it. Why would they not have killed him, too? He's, he's against the CIA. He's against the FBI. He's blown the whistle on all this. Oh, they did this to my dad, and I'm going to really yeah. take them down. You think that they're just going to let him say all of that? He's a Kennedy. Do you know the money he has? Doesn't matter, dude. It's Yo, about, oh, yes, it it's does. It's about the power. It's about the influence. It's about it's the about security team the you can hire. I don't even know if that matters, and I'll oh. tell you why. Because I think that they're all the same. We're talking about, though, like, we're talking about... It's the it's all the same fucking thing, bro. It's it, we talk about it all the time that the left wing and the right right wing they're right. wings of the same bird. That's why RFK is not about any of that shit. He's a populist third can't like he's not even running as either side of that bird, dude. Well, I'll tell you There's one. There's a whole thing. reason for this. I will still happily vote Trump over RFK. Yeah, I would if I, would I say vote. That. I don't even know if I'm going to because it seems like it's a goddamn waste of time. But we know the election's rigged anyway. Regardless right, of how we vote, we'll see how they elect it, you know, how they select it. Anyway. We'll see. Anyway, let's get back to this whole deep underground military base stuff. Um, so uh, with just a simple search, I, I went down a, a fun little rabbit hole. I'm trying to see if I can move this thing. Um, but I went down a fun little rabbit hole this morning on deep underground military bases, and I discovered that there's a lot more to this stuff than what we previously understood. 
um, there is, I want to pull this picture up right here. This is one of the maps that, um, that I found, um, and, and it dates to a video that I had say, uh, seen of some kind of military contractor or something that actually went down into one of these military bases. And he said, dude, there's so many levels to these military bases. And we'll get to what each level stands for. Mm. Some of them are just used for housing certain equipment. Some of them are used for, um, you know, like uh, cleaning you because they got to clean you in in order to go into a a certain clean environment or whatever. Mm. Um, But there was one specific video that I saw where a guy was talking about that they have this they have a um they have a, a long underground military base that it goes literally from a, a part of california and i believe he said los angeles but on this map it doesn't look like it's la um just looks like um southern california somewhere down there um but it's a long straight line going through new york city like so one long track and so on this track there's like this train and uh it goes like super fast bro like yeah. fucking thousands of miles per hour and it can get you from 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 California to New York City in like 23 minutes you realize the speed that that's going they would have to have that underground there is no way that above ground you could get that type of speed right right well, you you know, like think about it, like even hold on, hold on. even what in the wild. Distance? I'm gonna do some quick math on that. So let's just say from L.A. to New York City. Let's just say that. All right, I'm gonna look up mileage from the two. Keep going. Um. So yeah, because think about it. If if it was above ground, you know, uh, on any kind of those railroad tracks, there's nature. There's gonna be deer that get in the way. There's gonna be fucking bears and turkeys or whatever you know what i'm saying there's gonna be people playing on the on the railroad tracks that aren't gonna be able to see it people get hit by trains nowadays and them bitches aren't going a tenth of the speed that these things are going right oh you said it was how fast 23 minutes uh 23 minutes yeah okay so this thing the distance is 2445 and a half miles Uh uh-huh okay now it's as i believe as the crow flies straight shot yep you would be going, if you were to take that speed and divide it by, wait a minute, hold on. I think you got you that wrong. You said 23 minutes, correct? 23 minutes, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I did that differently. Okay, so divide that you by You are notorious, 60, notoriously bad for math. Right? 60 what? Like, I'm d- taking them miles, and I'm trying to figure out what that divided by 23 minutes is. So, uh, so right. oh, okay, so you're going 106 miles a minute. And so you would be going, or no, an hour, Okay. We're, you're terrible at math. I'm horrible to at math. Oh so my first God. off, so you would take the miles, yeah, and then you would divide it yeah. by, um, divide that by sixty, which okay. would be per minute. Okay, so that's forty miles per minute. Forty miles Almost per 41 minute. Forty-one miles a minute. Holy shit! So yes, yeah, so you got forty six. times uh, times twenty-three, right? Times twenty-three minutes. Yeah. No. Nine hundred thirty-seven miles. Yeah, it's longer than that. How many miles is it? 2,443. Okay. I mean, we're, we're, we're horrible we're, at math. It's very early in the morning. My brain's not functioning correctly, but it's fast as fuck. Let's just say this that. Is, this is literally my worst nightmare in like the fifth grade come to life. Some sort of word problem. A train leaves this place at this time and goes this place. <laughs> when will they? Like, I don't fucking know. Cult anyway. members will be able to reach out. Um, So it goes, it, what's the mileage again? 2,445 2, miles. Let's just call it that. To get from LA to New York City, it's 2,445 miles. And they got there in 23 minutes. So that is 106 miles per minute. 106 miles per minute. Okay, so times that times 60. So we are going 6,378 miles per hour. Yep. 
That, I, and I remember, I remember him saying what? something like four thousand miles or five thousand miles per hour. I, at first, I, whenever I heard that, I was trying to remember if that's what it, if that's what I remembered. And I was like, dude, there's there's no way something's going that fast. No. But then you start to think about certain technology that they have that they'll never release out to the public, and it's like, okay, maybe. Jonathan, Mach speed is seven hundred and sixty-two miles per hour, dude. Our math is not mathing right now, or that is a preposterous claim because if that's true i don't know we are talking about something that's going oh i don't know eight mock eight <laughs> over mock eight i mean in maverick they went mock like mock nine or mock 10 or some shit didn't they i don't believe i haven't i, I believe i saw the new maverick move but i don't believe they pulled was it like was because it? old school was like Mach three, and then he was going like Mach nine, Mach ten, something like that, and then he almost died. Ooh, remember? Okay, no, I'm gonna look that up too. Like our fastest jet. Now hold on, now, this is this is a conversation now. A bullet train in a very enclosed tube environment with no outside forces. None. Keep that in mind too. We're not like in the air. We're not talking about rain. Gravity's not playing. In no birds. These speeds. No, no winds, birds. No wind. No obstructions. Yep. Okay, this is not a impossible it's ideal for going that fast let me see what the fastest jet's able to do uh speed achieved by fastest we turned this into a such a dorky conversation whatever this is interesting as fuck oh yeah yeah, whoa what is it four thousand five hundred and twenty miles per hour that's mach what mach 5.9 oh see okay so almost mach six okay see what mach nine would be because if I'm not mistaken, that's how Tom, that's how fast Tom Cruise was going in that movie. It was like Mach 9, Mach 10. It was like something ridiculous. Now, granted, I don't know if this is like what we know about today or if like there's some new technology that the government's gotten, duh, 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 which this would be that technology. If there was a bullet train that could connect the two sides, it would make some sort of speed run like this. But we are talking about the train going over Mach 8 to make that time in that distance. Unless my math don't be math, and which it very well may not be. Cole Mach members, 10. I do apologize I, about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I thought. He went Mach 10. In the Top Gun movie. Yep, in Maverick. Uh, Maverick breaks the Mach 10 speed barrier in the movie, a speed that is practically impossible for a human to achieve due to extreme G-forces and potential damage to the body. Right. The real-life SR-72, which uh, the Dark Star prototype is based on, is under development but won't come close to Mach 10 speed uh, seen in the film. Okay. Okay, so, so that's a movie. But that's what we know as far... This is what I'm trying to say. No, no, that they have certain technology that is far beyond what we can imagine. For sure. You know, back in the fucking 80s, they thought Mach 3 was, oh my God, that's fucking fast as shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and I now mean, it is. It is. Fair. Yeah, but it's not the fastest. No, not at all. But okay, so to say that you were able to make something move from point A to point B in a very enclosed, even a vacuum environment, and granted, that would be extremely hard to feasibly make happen but look right here Mach 10 is 7672 miles per hour wow that's about right then that that math maths whenever we were we so what what was the number for that wasn't it like six or seven thousand that you looked up no this would be faster than what the train would have to go okay but that's also a movie saying that this couldn't actually happen with the human body for g-force reasons but if you were to take an enclosed capsule that's under its own pressure I wonder Put if it shit in a works. vacuum tube and move it from A to B. I, I feel like shit would be, work. It would work different underground, bro. I feel like. I think this is possible. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit! Like, I mean, granted, y'all look. I do believe there's a bullet train that connects the coasts. 
for sure. But to make the run in that time in is a pretty minutes. incredible fucking claim. This is borderline possible by what we know to be physically like true. So you're going from this huh. point right here down in, in SoCal all the way up to fucking New York, right here, New York City. Well, New, New York, York City is right here or right here? Oh, New York City's literally uh, next to East. New Jersey. That's why there's always that bullshit with like people from New Jersey claiming they're from New York, and it's like, no, you're not. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, from yeah. Hoboken. Well, yeah, I mean that's like the New York Jets and the New York Giants. They both play in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a reason because you know. Anyway, I'm um, not gonna talk shit on New York. Love you, New Yorkians or what? New Yorkites, whatever you call yourselves. It's probably New Yorkian. I don't know, New Yorker, New York. I guess a New Yorker, but I also feel like I'm walking been, here. That it's been turned into that, and I'm talking about like the Farmville, New York. So yeah, like Buffalo. Mm, that's still kind of a city. I mean, like the Rednecks. I didn't realize that New York had so many. Good God, I was wrong. Hoboken, no joking. That's um, okay. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, that's and this this map shows all of them, and unfortunately, there's none in Louisiana. But it does show right here. This is actually like a map drawn out by somebody, but it, yeah. it shows all the points. And uh, so, all of the points are there's a main tunnel site, and it looks like a target. Yeah. And then there's a reported entrance, which is like a just a regular circle. And then you got a known cavern, which is a tiny dot. And then you got the suspected entrance, which is the square. Okay. So if you look in Louisiana, we have the we have the the uh, the dot and the square. Well, we have two dots and a square. So yeah. two dots would be the known caverns, and the suspected entrance is up in northern uh, Louisiana, closer to what is that? Arkansas above us or Mississippi? Arkansas. See, that makes more sense to me that it would be because Arkansas North is known for their caverns. Well, they have rocks. Right. They have actual rocks. The rest of where we live, dude, we have so much gumbo mud that we build on. That's why we never have to worry about earthquakes. We will never feel them here. But look at this. Down in, like, the toe of the boot, bro. That's New Orleans. Right, but known cavern? I didn't know they had caverns down in New Orleans. The city of New Orleans is underground, is it not? I mean, it's below sea level. Yeah, yeah. but what do you call the graves? Well, we bury them above ground, but you know what I'm saying. There actually is an underground network in New Orleans I just found out about. Um, it's fl it floods every time there's even a slight chance of rain and like to get to it is nasty because it's always underwater just from rain and shit. But, uh, yeah, apparently New Orleans does actually have an underground to it. It's a mm. very small strip, but they have it up north though, where they have rocks and where it's above sea level and like they don't have mud. Yeah. I could see that being a potential spot, but yeah, that's why we don't have anything underground here. Like even having an in-ground pool in Louisiana, we can never empty it fully. And that's not a joke. Um, because the groundwater will force it up out of the ground and it will seep up. So even whenever your pool is like trying to be cleaned or whatever, you have to at least keep some water in it, like at least half or it will float up. Turn it into a half pipe or a, a bowl. We, we can't do that in Louisiana. Um, so anyway, let's get yeah. to this. Um, this is, and, and you're going to hear all different kind of numbers. I don't like to go on numbers. I don't like to go on dates because they can always be a little off. Um, but let's not take away from the fact that there are deep underground military bases. So certain people will say that there's this number of deep underground military bases. Some people will say that there's another number. So I don't go off those numbers. I just say that there's a lot. Um, and this website right here, it says, uh, or not this website, this Instagram page called the Woken Undead. So shout out to them. Um, but it's 
It says, in America alone, there are over 188 deep underground military bases situated under most major cities, U.S. AFBs, oh, oh Air Force bases, sure, um, Navy bases, and Army bases, as well as underneath FEMA military training camps and Department of Homeland Security uh, control centers. There are also many deep underground military bases under Canada. Um, almost all of these bases are over two miles um, underneath the ground and have diameters ranging from 10 miles up to 30 miles across. They have been building these bases, uh, these bases and day and night unceasingly since the 40s. These bases are basically large cities underground connected by high speed magneto levi- uh, magneto levity trains that have speeds of up to 1500 miles per hour. Okay, so even if it's fifteen hundred, that's hella fast, bro. Yeah, fifteen. I've been on a roller coaster. No twenty three run, but I've been on a roller coaster. It went like one hundred twenty miles an hour. Yeah, one hundred ten, one hundred twenty. Um, I don't know what it was. It at, actually the roller coaster that um, uh, so it in Pittsburgh we have it's like on the outskirts of Pittsburgh, but um, there's this uh, amusement park called Kennywood. Okay. And it was always fucking awesome. That's where we love to go. And it had, for the longest time, it had the fastest roller coaster. It was called the Thunderbolt. And um, it might still be up. I don't know. But it looked so rickety and old. It was like one of those uh, old yeah. wooden roller coasters that just went fast as fuck. And every time you got on it, you're like, yo, this bitch could literally break at any moment. And I'm going to be that guy. Wasn't that always the best ones, though? The ones that, like, shook and the whole way you're walking up the stairs to get to where you're going, you feel it when that roller Swaying. coaster goes by, and you feel like, yo, this bitch is not safe. But like, yeah, there's planks in here from the fucking fifties. You know, fucking what I'm saying? Civil War beams are still up in use. Okay, yeah. but like, but, but yeah, and, you gotta fucking go on it. But that that's what makes it the most fun for me. Like, I love that daredevil shit to where you gotta I'm put like, it in the Lord's hand sometimes. Sometimes just, Jesus go. take the will, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, whenever I was on that, I was just like, oh, this is super scary because it's super rickety. Now I now I want to ride it even more. Right. You know, like I'm just it's, fucked it's, up it's in that thing. way. It's a thing. I get it. Um, but anyway, yeah, this says this map was created in 1978. It shows a network of underground tunnels. It's a vast labyrinth of bases underneath the United States with most of the entrances located in national forests. Now, that makes sense to me as well. National forests are constantly being monitored by park rangers. They are constantly kept at a certain status of like natural nobody's allowed to touch it nobody's allowed to build on it nobody's allowed to excavate on a hill half of them you're not even allowed to metal detect on without per without certain permits and shit so to keep your super special place a super special place yeah i could see you founding a national park on it yeah right here this is um this one shows the, the underground bunker sites and this is per government documentation um it says one is in the exact location of an earthquake no coincidences thank thank you anons it says um but this is crazy these are just the ones that are you know knowingly out there um it says this is by 5d awakening consciousness one of my favorite instagram pages by the way shout out um it says around the world there exists transplanetary undersea tunnels that are large enough for submarines to pass through one of these passages just begin uh, begins off the coast of California and ends up in the desert beneath China Lake. This is a highly advanced deep state uh, secret space program facility where UFO and advanced weaponry is produced. Testimony from secret space program whistleblower William Tompkins and Emery Smith can confirm this. One possible scenario for the earthquakes are uh, that uh, Earth Alliance members have destroyed deep state facilities beneath the ground or that secret weapons testing has gone wrong. Either way, significant damage has been done to this uh, to this enormous underground base that is very famous in ufology. 
Let's go, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Whenever I hear shit like that, I'm like, fucking A, dude. So, it could absolutely be some sort of military weapons testing that's gone awry. Something going sideways with some new weapon design and, uh, oh shit, it was a little extra kaboomy. Yeah, right. I can see that. So, this is one of the videos that I really wanted to play, so check this shit out, dude. I told you, man. I told you. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Well, it would seem some very strange happenings are going on. Uh, first, I remind you to go back in history and remember Donald Rumsfeld's comment uh, the day before the attack on, uh, of 9-11, where he said that the Pentagon had lost uh, $2.3 trillion. And then just fortunately, then uh, the Pentagon was destroyed the next day on 9-11, 2001. Well, I believe a lot of that money went to go to spending for uh, certain operations for the CIA, FEMA, Homeland Security, and a lot of that was uh, building uh, underground military complex. Fast forward to uh, August of this year, if you remember that D.C. that happened, uh, Virginia, Washington, D.C., and also in Colorado, it, there's evidence pointing to that not being an earthquake as as much as it was probably a nuclear explosion done by the good guys, the black ops uh, military who found out about the, the, the evil plans of the globalists that were planning on killing off a huge percentage of the population and uh, going and running and hiding in the military underground complex. So what they've done is cut off uh, some escape routes during that time. And the reason I say it was probably uh, nuclear as opposed to an earthquake is the seismograph showed that there were no primary waves associated with these two explosions. Uh, and they were very shallow. And also uh, in an area that doesn't receive many earthquakes. Now, <clears throat> the latest report that I'm getting is uh, uh, long about September 20th, 21st, 22nd of this year, there were at least 13 very powerful underground explosions uh, rocking the United States Midwest, and uh, uh, they registered as small shallow earthquakes with the USGS. Many of the underground high explosive detonations registered as 2.6 magnitude earthquakes. So what they're saying is the U.S. military is sealing off the tunnels so that the globalists and the U.S. ghost government, i.e. the Federal Reserve bankers, FEMA, the DHS, CIA, they can't run and hide from what they're predicting to occur here long about September 27th, give or take a day or two of this year, here just real soon. Officers and the U.S. military didn't seem to be aware of uh, Obama and the globalist plan converging on Denver for a DEFCON 1 meeting, uh, meaning nuclear war imminent, a cocked pistol drill. Email was sent to the U.S. Air Force Office of Special Investigations on September 21st of 011 to alert them to a planned false flag nuclear detonation on U.S. soil somewhere in the American Midwest. 
the U.S. Air Force Office of Special Investigations were the ones who raided the Citadel gun and safe store in Las Vegas on August 21st to recover stolen nuclear warhead detonators. They were the ones who intercepted the transfer of improvised nuclear warheads by the CIA in the tunnels that connected the deep underground military bases on August 23, 2011. The impoverished nuclear bombs, the W-54 style warheads, uh, they were being transferred via those tunnels to Washington, D.C. and New York City when they detonated, detonated during a firefight between U.S. military personnel and the criminal CIA, DHS, FEMA operatives. It would appear that the U.S. military had a deadline to meet and has already damaged, destroyed, or sealed at least 13 underground tunnels or bases, and perhaps their incentive was the fact that Obama, his shadow government, and the globalists had made plans to save their own hides while leaving the rest of us to fend for ourselves. Okay, so... Who is that, speaking? That's, uh, I believe he's one of the whistleblowers. Okay. And he was going in there and he was, you know, suggesting Still that... Still playing. Yeah, it's almost yeah. over though. Um, but he was suggesting that uh, that you know whenever nine eleven attacked the Pentagon, or you know with the whole Pentagon thing and yeah. fucking Building Seven and all that shit, all Donald Rumsfeld with the fucking Treasury and all that, mm -hmm. saying all this money had gone missing. Then the next day, boom, kaboom, right? And he's saying that all that money was basically going into the construction of a lot of these deep underground military bases. There was how much money? Like trillions of dollars, right? It was that like was gone missing. Three point two trillion. Right. It was a shit ton of money. And um, and yeah, so this is how they're getting away with a lot of these operations. And what he's saying is, is that like uh, there are certain forces within the military that have that are trying to combat this kind of shit, you know, and, and trying to really bring down the globalist elite. Now, we've been hearing this kind of stuff throughout QAnon for a very long time. There's no way to confirm or deny it. But isn't it it does feel good knowing that or at least thinking that there's some good guys trying to take these bastards out. Yeah. Because the last thing we need is a whole new world order where everybody is run by one rule. Yeah, we really don't need that. We're don't good. need that. Um, ain't nobody got time for that. So That's been proven to be a really bad move throughout history. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good move. Um, this right here, this is uh, showing one of the uh, the tunnels in Fort Irwin. Where's that at? What state I have no is idea. that? Um, but anyway, it says, uh, shit's definitely wacky at Fort, uh, Fort Irwin. I've seen a tunnel in the mountains with all black uniformed guards. It says, my buddy and I were fucking around in the box and went up to, uh, and, and went up a mountain road to find a tunnel. It was a concrete tunnel with guards who pointed M4s at us and told us to leave. My neighbor works with Lockheed Martin and told me that they have uh, they have tunnels from Area 51 to Fort Ir Irwin and then uh, down to an airbase in SoCal. Okay, which is kind of what they were just saying. Yeah. As far as like a lot of the cover up with, you know, Area 51, S2 and S4, what Bob Lazar was talking about, yeah. how they claim that it's not real. But, I mean, this is... Uh, more sure signs real. pointing towards that. Yeah. Um, he says that he wouldn't specify more than that, though, understandably. He did say that the tunnels are big enough to to have X2 B-52s wingtip uh, wing to wingtip in them. So, so big. Pretty fucking wide. Um, it says the tunnels of Fort Irwin are definitely something to look, look into, though. Had an FSC. What does that stand for? Special Forces Commando, maybe? Okay. Uh, told me he heard sketchy shit in a mine shaft. Sergeant he found. First Class, maybe? Maybe. 
Um, he sure he heard some shit in a mine shaft, and he found out uh, there too. Though uh, there's a hell of a lot more than that base than what they put out as training installation. So, I mean, this is all over the internet, bro. You can find yeah. you can find shit on this as far as these deep underground military bases, and you start to see some of the videos, bro. This is a this is an image, or this is actually a video. That look at this. Look how huge it is, bro. Oh yeah. These deep underground military bases. I think there's somebody talking to this. Oh no, it's just a short little video. This looks like a whole loading bay for 18 wheelers underneath a building. Clearly underground. Yeah, yeah, for sure underground. Like you're seeing that this shit was dug out. They dude, that this looks this, like what I have at work for like loading bays for all 18 the semi trucks under there. Yeah. These things are massive, dude. All underground. Wow. Like and so, have you That's seen? Crazy, dude. There's actually a video of somebody, uh, somebody posted of like this large semi truck going out in the middle of fucking nowhere in the desert. But then there's like this tunnel, and it's like shooting into this tunnel, and it looks like it literally goes to nowhere. It would have to go underground. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll find that picture while we're doing this kind of shit. But, um, and then, you know, here's another picture of all, it's the same picture, yeah. you know, whenever they were talking mm -hmm. about, um, but this one is stating that the nationwide system of tunnels for sex trafficking originating from Hollywood. So maybe they're, they're origin, you That's, know, they're, they're LA, capturing is that all of them. far south in California. I feel like it's not, but I could be, I know it's Southern California. Yeah, but I, I really didn't think it was that far south. I mean, that, I mean, it's not San Diego, but like shit. But it, yeah, it's saying that this is a main tunnel site. So yeah, Los Angeles is really that far south. Oh wow! All right, huh. I don't know why I always thought it was like more towards the middle. I, yeah, no shit, huh? Well, so, uh, San Fran is like uh, Northern California, isn't it? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I'm get. Oh man, <laughs> I had a good. <laughs> I, I had the zoom at the right area, but I was looking because I think I might have been looking at the at the state from a weird angle. No, yeah, it really is that far south. Holy shit. I would think I was, like, thinking Santa Barbara was, like, around where Los Angeles was on the map. I'd be okay. damned. Yeah, yeah. So that's down there by, like, Long Beach and shit. And then um, San Fran and San Diego and um, Sacramento are all northern. See, I've um, never been that far north in uh, California. Me neither. I've been to Long Beach, and that's it. I think the farthest we went was Bakersfield, but, like, that was... We went through, like, Barstow, and then... Uh, Bakersfield's like we went the other way up California. Anyway, speaking of, if we have any cult members living out there in the uh, SoCal area, maybe it's in LA. Actually, I know we have some in, in LA for oddly sure. Oddly enough, the number of like our listeners per capita per city, LA is where we have our largest listener base. Right. It's pretty wild. Isn't that wild? So, so shout out to all of our um, third eye open. Thank y'all to the thousands there. of people in LA that are listening to us. Let's that blows go. my mind, but Look, fuck yeah, man. You know, eventually we're going to take this show on the road and we're going to need to stop at certain places. We would love to find uh, certain cult members that oh, would dude. be welcoming us with their open arms. I would love to do some something akin to like a tour. Like we do like a nationwide tour. Where we just like put up where we're going to be like certain dates and we just like post up and hang out with our cult members. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. And make episodes along the way and vlog the whole experience. Why would you not want to? Oh, my God. You know. See, this is why we need the van. You know, this is actually something. Um, I know a lot of cult members probably listen to a bunch of uh, podcasts out there, but one that I would like to, um, you know, kind of shed some more light on if you don't already know, and I hope to eventually get them on the show. Um, but the name of the show is um, Freeman. 
Um, it's Freeman Fly. Actually, Lindsay from Rogue Ways talks about him all the time, too. Mm. Um, but he's somebody that just did it. He was like, you know, he was trying to test and see if the universe always provides in that kind of like, you know, hippie kind of way. Okay. He started out as like, you know, he was like uh, traveling with a, a lot of the deadheads back in the day. Oh, for sure. And he, he himself wasn't a huge deadhead, but he just loved, you know, being a part of that crowd that was just always going from city to city to city. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, look, I'm I'm going to try and, you know, see if the universe provides. And he basically like got in, like he got crowdfunded for them to buy him a van and then for them to like constantly uh, fill up his gas tank. And he yeah. said literally everywhere he went, it was he everywhere every time he was driving and he thought man i'm really running low on gas like how am i going to be able to you know get from this place to this place he said the universe literally just always provided the entire trip all the whole way along and so i mean call it the universe call it god call it whatever this creative forces that are unseen to us i Um, think that some people can probably make that a little easier than others like if you're solo and you're just kind of living a nomadic lifestyle and you know how to live cheap you probably have a better go of it than if you're like married with three kids Oh yeah, yeah no, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying you yeah. can you could set yourself up for success in certain it's, it's ways. It's a lot you know? easier for one person to survive than three or four, for sure. Um, anyway, but this one says uh, for years the elite have built hundreds of underground military cities or underground cities, military bases, and luxurious bunkers across the world. Many of the military bases are known uh, are known like Area 51 or the Ozarks. However, many locations remain hidden from the public. These underground locations are said to have decades worth of food and water, advanced technology and are even used for rituals and blood sacrifices here we go uh many of these bases connect to each other via underground high-speed trains the elite will be hiding in them during uh during the tribulation yet they won't be able to escape god's wrath okay so it had to get a little biblical there but that's all right because that's how this ends dude but anyway i mean you know certain people and their ritualistic things you know look this is something that i've that i've kind of learned if you're messing around with satanic witchcraft and everything you do is the opposite of what God or the Bible would do, you're automatically going to think that like, okay, it's it's eventually going to come back to haunt me. Because if you believe in Satan, then you obviously have to believe in God. Right? But that's like, the thing. They don't it's, believe it's it the will yin and haunt the yang. them. They believe that like they're going to be cool and it's going to be fine. And like that's how this whole deal thing works. Well, they don't think that like eternal torments waiting them because like that's not how it works. If you make a deal with the with the devil and da 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 da, hey, who knows? You know, I guess you know, some, here's we'll the, find out one day. Just try not making a fucking deal with the devil. Then how about that? Or you know what I mean? Crazy concept, crazy fucking concept. Regardless of whatever religious sky daddy you worship, here's a general rule of thumb that I think we can all get down with. Yo, don't be a dick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, apply that to your life to whatever you need. And, like, I think I think we'll it's pretty a, much be okay. It's a good sentiment. I think that's a pretty... Oh, and also, don't be a bitch. Like, <laughs> apply those also, two principles to your life in whatever degree you want. I think you're going to be okay. Also, just don't suck, you know? Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> These are and words of, of the wise right here, and baby. And above all else, skate better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just skate better, dude. Skate better. Wow, skate better. Yeah, somebody hit us on X with that and was like, that was a <laughs> random thing. I was like, skate better. I was like, oh, okay, they they fucking listened to the show yeah, for that dude. random callback. That was solid. I Every love how 90s kid remembers Brink. I love how that was just like some weird epiphany that he got from his dad. No, that was from his sister. Oh, it was from his sister. Yeah, That's yeah. right. And, his dad and, came at the end of the competition. Right, right. Yeah. And she was all, just skate better. And he goes, skate better. Oh, my God. How did I not <laughs> think about it? Just skate better. Yeah. Fucking Brink, dude. One of the best ever made. So, so good. So whole, so wholesome. 
It really was wholesome. That was back when that was that was good television. Disney originals were on some shit in the nineties, bro. Oh my god, Smart House, Luck of the Irish. I mean, oh yeah, yeah dude, and fucking Smart House was uh, what's her name from Sons of Anarchy? Uh, Katie Segal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what was her name in Sons of Anarchy again? Uh, Gemma. Gemma. Fucking yeah. Gemma. And dude. she actually was married, or still is married, to Kurt Sutter, who played Otto, the one in jail with one. What? Arc. Yeah, he's the writer and director of the show, and her husband. What? You're just not knowing this. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's married to Otto in real life. Yeah. And Otto is the one that create. He is Kurt Sutter. Yeah. Who wrote Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Although he Get got the kicked fuck off the mines. out of here. He got kicked off the mines at the end of season one. They said nobody wanted to work with him. But uh, he looks like he'd be kind of an asshole. Whatever. He produced a damn good show. I mean, I, yeah, know, he did. I don't know. I'm Maybe. still watching it for the second time right now. I've never met the dude. Maybe he's actually like the world's biggest asshole and he really is that hard to work with. I don't know. But say what you want. He did a extremely wonderful portrayal, portrayal, excuse me, of Hamlet via motorcycle clubs. That was awesome. Oh, my God. You know, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, let's get back to this. Um, this is a video, uh, a TikTok that I found, and it says they're below us, 1,400 dumbs worldwide. So that number, like I said, it's always going to be skewed. Nobody knows the exact number. It's not like, you know, certain people are visiting each one. I think that nobody would be able to visit each one if they went for I mean, every day for the rest of their life. I'm sure that there's probably some government official who's like the tunnel inspector. And he goes and makes his loop around and checks every tunnel once a year, just goes his little checks. There's got to be that guy. Probably. And tax dollars have got to find weird ways to get spent. So they're going to create positions for nothing other than to give a dude a busy job because his uncle is somebody in the company and he just needed a job. He's like, uh, yeah, assistant tunnel inspector. Dope. You, you're going you're gonna to check these tunnels every year. You're going to check in. Yeah. I could see that. Maybe. Um, but Man, know, who knows? if he knew that information, he'd probably have to be killed afterward. Maybe. Or maybe know. they just gave him the highest clearance. Could be. I mean, we know that the 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 uh the government hires contractors to spray chemtrails. Oh, they hire contractors for everything. It's the best for plausible deniability. Right. You don't have to use your own assets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a flat rate and it really doesn't matter what the rate is because hey, tax season's right around the corner, ain't it? I'm getting paid. People have done far worse for a lot less. Oh yeah. Um so let's get to this video. This one's really interesting. We admit to this with some of them, such as NORAD as well as Area 51. I don't know how accurate this is, but I read on two websites that it said that there are 1,400 dumbs worldwide and anywhere from 131 to 188 of them in the U.S. and new ones being built every single year. Phil Schneider was one of the first people to mention dumbs and 14 years after his presentation exposing the complexity of dumbs as well as alien life forms, he was found dead on January 10th, 1996. Beaten and strangled to death with a cord, his death was ruled a suicide and all of his files and pictures that he traveled with to go into conferences to exposing these dumbs and the alien life forms that he claimed were under there were also missing as well from the scene. This clear murder and cover-up shows that there is definitely some validity to what he was saying. The entities he experienced were of some sort of fallen nature, I believe, whether lab created or brought through portals. These things are not the creation of God, which is why they flee when people call on Jesus when they're around. Phil claims that he worked on black budget government projects for 17 years, including building these complex dumbs. 
He asserted that 28% of the U.S. gross national product was being spent on building underground bases. He also claimed that magneto-levitation trains connected all the dumb bases within the United States in an enormous transport system capable of speeds of Mach 2 or higher. He claims there's a whole other world down there that is filled with both human and alien life forms. On a more recent front to do with things going on underground, DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, did a subterranean challenge in 2019 to 2021, and here's the official claim to what that was about on their website. The Subterranean Sub-T Challenge was a Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency DARPA program to develop innovative technologies that can augment underground operations. The Sub-T Challenge explored new approaches to rapidly map, navigate, search, and exploit complex underground environments such as man-made tunnel systems, urban underground, and natural cave networks. Wow. So, I will say as far as that guy who was trying to expose it all and then... You know, was found dead, beaten yep. and strangled, ruled a suicide. You know, that's a, that's a thing. That is also, definitely a thing. I side actually, note, if the whole argument about aliens being demonic forces or just beings from another planet, that would be a really good litmus test if you ever face one face to face. Just like call out the name of Jesus Christ and see if it runs away. If it does, it might be a demon dog. Could be. It, it, they I have mean, to it, flee in the name of Jesus. That's it worked, the whole thing. In, worked in your demon story. Kind of, you know, kind of like, yeah, kind of like that. Um, but anyway, I wanted to get a little more information on this Phil Schneider because he was the first one really exposing a lot of this deep underground military base and, you know, possibly what they were doing on their, under there, whether they were housing aliens or whatever the case may be. Let's talk um, about your boy Phil. Yeah. So your boy R.I.P. Phil, R.I.P. Phil, dude, trying to just expose the truth, you know, you know, this is why, you know, Bam Margera once said, don't feed Phil. Don't feed Phil. Because I remember that episode. Once you feed Phil, dude, you know, he ends up with a cord around his neck. So, unfortunately, that's the case. But Or a Don Vito attached at the hip. Don Vito. He's a real-life piece of shit, unfortunately, because I thought it, he was hilarious. Isn't he dead now? I think he did die. Wait, we mean he's hilarious. He was like a, a fucking weirdo, dude. He was, yeah. But not that he was hilarious, but, you know, whenever they made fun of him. Oh, yeah, they hilarious. fucked with him hard. <laughs> but, like, he was the creepy uncle that was just always around. How he was could a pedo. You not fuck with him. He was a pedo in real life. What? Yeah. That's, like, known information. He was a fucking pedophile. He had, like, um, he had, like, they found him. Uh, they busted his ass. He had, like, all kind of child porn on his computer. Oh, fuck Don Vito, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew that. Yep. Um, oh, that's fucked. Okay. So, so ready. This is not Don Vito who we're talking about. No, Phil um, Schneider, R.I.P. Phil Schneider. Um, it says a Phil Schneider was a government geologist and engineer with over 17 years of experience working on black projects, and is undoubtedly one of the most important whistleblowers in modern history. By the way, you can check out this article right here. It's at Anomo. Uh, I don't even know how to say that. Anomalien.com. A-N-O-M, alien.com. But anyway, good article here. It says, in September of 1995, Mr. Schneider gave a presentation at the Preparedness Expo in which he exposed the New World Order and how it connects with extraterrestrials. Wait, the Preparedness what? Uh, The Preparedness Expo. Is that like a prepper expo? Sounds like it. Okay. Um, It says, uh, during this speech, he presented physical evidence of alien metals and artifacts, along with additional photographs to validate his claims. Less than six months after giving his presentation, he was found dead in his apartment with a uh, piano wire wrapped around his neck in what most would classify a military-style execution. 
Um, here's him with, right here uh, showing some some of these pictures. It says, according to some clo- uh, some people close to the investigation, Mr. Snyder had uh, been rep- uh, repeatedly and brutally tor- uh, tortured before being killed. Regardless, the authorities somehow ruled his death a suicide. Wow. <laughs> um, Phil kept telling family and friends, if I ever commit suicide, it, I was murdered. Phil, knowing he was a uh, he was a target and that he was doing uh, what he was doing was messing with hugely powerful people and creatures, preemptively told everyone that he was a target and that if he ever did mysteriously or uh, if he ever died mysteriously or committing suicide, he was murdered. Before getting to the video, this article contains a summary of the information Mr. Snyder presented at the expo. However, it's best that you know some of the basic facts before going into the scope of what is happening right under our noses. Yeah, getting a garroted with a piano wire. That is uh that's very old school mafioso. Shitty way to go. So if they're doing that these days, yeah, that could see that being some sort of government uh body. Mr. Sure. Uh, Mr. Snyder or Philip uh, worked extensively on building deep underground military bases. So he was one that was actually contracting like he was doing all this shit. He was shit. a builder of it. Uh, better known as Dumbs. Uh, he claims that the information about aliens is kept well hidden from the public and that the United States military has known about the presence of aliens for a period of time dating back to 1909. He also asserted that more than $500 billion was being allocated every year to black projects dealing with alien matters. He further asserted that 28% of the U.S. gross national product was being spent on building underground military bases. Think about that. 28%. That a, that's quite a claim. That that's is a, quite a claim. That is a shite load of money, dude. And what um, year was he claiming this? In the 90s? 95. Okay, so... I want to look up what the U.S. defense spending was in 1995 because that's public information. Well, I think we're actually going to get to it here in a second. Um, uh, 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 he also started that, and so it said this black budget, as he referred to, is uh, as he referred to it, sidesteps Congress completely. There's little doubt that these projects are still continuing to this day. Keep in mind that the following information relayed by Mr. Snyder was from 1995, and he has more than likely. Um, and oh wait and has more than likely progressed in a significant manner since that time number one in 1995 there were 131 active deep underground military bases in the united states and approximately 1477 underground bases in the world each base costs an average of 17 to 19 billion dollars in 1995 money Um, and it took one to two years to construct uh with the use of highly advanced methods of construction that included uh what's that word Vertrifying, okay, okay, um, and melting rock using layer uh, lasers that reduced the rock to powder, and then they smoothed out the tunnels using boring machines. Phil also uh, further claimed that these bases are massive and houses uh, thousands upon thousands of people. Number two, magneto leviton trains. So these are the fat, super fast trains. Um, uh, these trains connect to all of the deep underground military bases within the United States in a enormous transport system capable of speeds of Mach 2 or higher. He claims that there is a whole other world down there that is filled with both human and alien life forms. Number three, Area 51 is actually a complex uh, com- complex composed of nine deep underground military bases and there are over 18,000 workers whose lives are highly regulated and entirely veiled in secrecy 18,000 fucking workers on area 51 living underground that's incredible 
Um, it says the United States government signed an agreement in 1954 with extraterrestrials, granting them permission to experiment on humans and cattle in exchange for technology. This agreement, known as the Granada Treaty, is well is a well-documented event. Okay, this dates back to whenever Eisenhower was in office, whenever they, wow. they, they had the, um, you know, Eisenhower. Supposedly, the story goes that Eisenhower met with some of these aliens, um, and this is this is what uh, the exchange was. Look, so, we'll, we'll let you experiment on humans and cattle, but we're going to need something in return. And that's supposedly, I mean, you really think about it. Since the 50s, technology has advanced, uh, you know, at, at rates that are faster than anything ev- ever happened in human history as far as we know. Right. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. I uh, just wanted to mention that the defense budget for the United States in 1995 was 295 Point eight five billion. So, how much did he say they spent? Um. Uh, uh, he also asserted that more than five hundred billion dollars was being allocated every year to black projects dealing with alien matters. Um, he also further asserted that twenty eight percent of the U.S. national growth, uh, n- national the gross national product was being spent. So, twenty eight percent of whatever the gross national product was. Yeah. So, what is that? I don't know what the GDP of 95 was, but I'm just looking. The defense budget was under $300 billion. He is saying that at that time, they were spending over $500 billion per year on these programs. And that's in 90s money. In 1995 money, yeah. Yeah. So he's saying that that year easily... Well, what he's saying is... This entity spent twice as much as they did on the defense budget. Well, that's what he's saying, is that each base costs an average of 17 to, let's just say, $18 billion, each one of them. God, dog. And there's how many of them? Almost 1,500 underground military bases, and each one of them costs around $18 billion. So this guy was one of the contractors that built them, right? So like he would know what the hell he's talking about. He would. Wow. So this is, so let's look at that. There's at this time, 1,477 bases times 18, uh, there's 18,000, 180,000, um, 1.8 million, 18 million, 180 million. Uh, won't, I can't even do the math. Yeah, on the, the calculator, calculator won't calculate. Oh, there it is. So uh, what was it? It was 18 billion. Okay, there it is. Yeah. That is, oh my God, $26,586,000,000. Holy shit. Almost $27 trillion has gone into this. Allegedly. 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 I mean, everything's alleged. You know what I mean? Right. We're just storytellers over here. You right. <laughs> but that, all that to say, now again, I cannot verify his employment history. I don't know if he's telling the truth or not on this. But if this was... I mean, the proof is in the pudding. They strangled his ass That's what not was, that long after that's that. That's what I'm getting at. So if you were to do this, you understand you are a part of the highest level of, of security clearance to be working on these things. If you come and try to blow the whistle on that, yeah, they don't need to tribunal you. Like, well, that is not how that works at that level. And, and, and the proof, they said, was validated from the pictures to the materials mm. to the knowledge of, you know, uh, the locations, bro. These were locations that were not commonly known, and he pointed them all out. How would he have this knowledge if he didn't fucking see it firsthand? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't just go to sleep and wake up with this information. So Donald Rumsfeld, with the $2.3 trillion on September 10th, mm. 2001, um, 
Yeah. Okay, I can start to see where some of these random dollar bills started to come from and okay. where they were going. But to, also, we're talking about black budget defense spending. Like, yeah, they're going to have to account for it sooner or later. You can't just uh, put it to the Schmuckatelli account for forever, homeboy. So let's do $2.3 trillion yeah. divided by $18 billion and see how many military bases they got out of that. Ooh, good. Okay, I like this. So that's I'm glad you're on the million. calculator. Obviously, I suck at math. Oh, I did that math wrong. Ah! I'm fucking up now. So you had... Uh, uh, um, Which is crazy because I love chemistry, but math and me do not get along. But somehow it makes sense whenever I could do it on paper. I don't understand it. So 2.3 million, 23 million, 230 million. Um, uh, that's 2.3 billion, 23 billion, 230 billion. So there's 2.3 trillion. You have to do it because there's too many damn zeros. Like yeah. that's how I do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then divide that by 18. This is insane. <laughs> I, I I do apologize to all the cult members. We really are not good at math. And I, you know, this is embarrassing, but we also are very transparent and we're very real with y'all. So here you go. We suck with numbers. Okay. So that money, I got it. Okay. So that money, that $2.3 trillion that went missing from the National Treasury. Yeah. Is it National Treasury? That sounds weird. Yeah. Because of National Treasury. Um, but anyway, the Treasury. Um, and then taking that $2.3 trillion divided by $18 billion, you come up with 127, let's just call it 128 deep underground military bases could have been formed from that money that went missing. Hmm. And how many did they say the U.S. has? Um... Get the fuck out of here. Interesting, 131. Right? Wow. What how, the fuck? How fascinating. Did we just crack the code? How how fascinating, my boy. What? It's crazy how these numbers tend to just line up. This is breaking news. Welcome to the Cult of Conspiracy podcast, Let's ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, dude. I love whenever we stumble across that. Like that shit with the, uh, what was that fucking website? Uh, yeah. Wayfair. I, I'm not going to lie, though. I kind of feel underwhelmed with this. I didn't even know that this would connect, but I'm just like, of fucking course it connects. Like, this doesn't even surprise me, bro. Next thing we're going to know that, like, Bill Gates is in charge of it, because <laughs> he always is. No, but Bill Gates, you want to talk about some sort of, uh, some crazy government contracts for cybersecurity? Mm. Oh, you think Bill Gates ain't making his dollar bills with tax money? Shit. Oh, no, Crazy. dude. Yeah, he's he he basically cornered the entire internet industry at its inception. Oh, he getting paid, dog. So going back to this, it said that uh, the, the trains can go uh, speeds of up to Mach 2 or higher. Yep. Um, it, then it talked about the 18,000 workers over at Area 51. Let's go. Um, and there's nine underground military bases that connect to Area 51. And then it said the United States government's, oh, that we got into the Granada treat, uh, Treaty as far as um, your boy um, uh, Eisenhower, Eisenhower meeting yeah. with the aliens. Um, it says the original terms of this agreement stated that only a small amount of humans could be abducted. Um, they had they had to be returned where they were found, and their memory of the event had to be wiped clean. The aliens were also supposed uh, supposed to supply a list of the humans they were taking to Majestic Twelve. There we go. That's how we get into Majestic Twelve. Also, Majestic Twelve is written within the book that I'm reading right now, which. We will be getting the guest on the show, Chris Bledsoe. Excellent. Um, we, we're getting Bledsoe on, bro? We are going to be making that happen. Yeah, I, I don't know the logistics of it yet, but we have the connection now. Let's go. Um, and he talks a lot in his book called The UFO of God. I'm halfway through that book, and my goodness, is it so fucking good. I'm excited. 
Oh, I'm excited. Like, it's so good. Like, I'm, you're not a big reader of books, are you? Um, I wish I was more of one. I'm a watcher of documentaries. Oh, okay. So, watcher of documentaries. But Bledsoe has a lot of videos that are out, so I will be able to be... Yeah, but um, he goes in-depth as to all the shit that he went through in his life, and he speaks on MJ-12, bro. It's pretty okay. crazy. Um, With that being said, and while we were talking about Eisenhower, I do want to mention... Gotta give the props where they're due. Mm. He had his character arc, and he was a flawed person. Don't get me wrong. But even towards the end, he got disgusted with the American military-industrial complex. And Eisenhower? Called, yeah, dude. Yeah, he was. At the end. Like, after he had been president and everything, he was a, a big proponent of, like, look, y'all, the game is fucking rigged. Well, yeah, he was a precursor of fucking JFK. He was the one right before JFK, right? And he's the one that, like, gave all the information about the aliens, the MJ-12, and how the military-industrial complex is fucking everything up. And that's how I mean, JFK knew all that information. But you look at his whole career, Eisenhower as a person, dude, the earliest I could find of him getting into some shit was actually with the, uh, what was it called? The, not the standalone army. Um, I don't know. The veteran army that uh, actually camped out on the front lawn of the Capitol building. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So come to find out whenever, and also little history lesson for everybody out there that doesn't know how things will play out if and when shit goes sideways, quick history lesson, go ahead and look into this. Matter of fact, I want to, uh, it's the bonus army, the bonus army. Um, go ahead and look that situation up. Smedley Butler, who was a two-time Medal of Honor recipient, uh, was actually asked to lead this veteran army in an uprising and throw a coup on the American government. He declined. He went and spoke at this event and spoke to these veterans, but he declined to actually, like, lead an armed insurrection. Right. The fucking police and military came out. Eisenhower, when he was a captain, was there. Yeah, they hosed them down. They lit torches to the tents. These people had, like, their wife and children out there with them. A baby died. Like, a couple of civilians were killed. Like, yeah, this was to their veterans that served in the trenches. And this is what they did to them when they just asked for what they were owed. Understand that that is the same government that's doing business today. And if you ever think, like, oh, well, this could happen. Yo, they have a way of handling this shit. Oh, yeah. So And yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Sam. Uh, who is uh, one of our patrons, 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 whatever. Patrons. Um, all every time we're we're ending one of the live shows, he always says good night, Smedley Butler. Yeah, he does, and Chesty, wherever he may be. Chesty Puller. Yeah, he's a Marines Marine. That's for goddamn sure. That dude is a fucking motard. I love him to death, though. <laughs> Always just taking massive bong rips for every live. I oh love my it. god, he's uh, Sam is Sam is Sam. Okay, he's he is a cult member. Through and through. One of our most dedicated, if I could say that. Shout sure. out, Sam. You're yeah. you're one of the best, my good Indeed. sir. <clears throat> um, anyway, but what they're, uh, to finish here, he says, however, it became clearer after a few years that the aliens were taking far more humans than they originally agreed to. Um, number five, it says, Mr. Schneider alleges that there are, there are 11 distinct alien races on Earth. Two of these species are benevolent. Benevolent, that's good or bad? That's oh, good, good, benevolent. All right, so we got two good guys, at least. Out of 11. Out of 11. I don't like that ratio, but... I don't, but then you could argue how many humans are good to bad versus that ratio. Okay. Mm. That's a fair point. Mm. Uh, number six, it says, the New World... This is a quote from Mr. Schneider. He said, the New World Order and the alien agenda are one and the same. Uh, I could attest to that. I, I could see that. Yeah. They're all trying to get just one system of control to where it's, you know... It's a pyramid. He describes the alien agenda as the complete takeover of this planet, killing off five-sixths to seven-eighths of the world's population by 2029? That's soon. 
But for why? Well, easier to control if you cull the herd, I guess. That ties into the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, I mean, how many people are there in the world? And then the Georgia Guidestones, they said they want to get it down to 500 million. I would say that's probably about seven-eighths then, right? That is insane. 500 million? That's like nobody. Hold on a second. That is like no fucking body. That's wiping it out and starting it over. That's probably happened thousands of times throughout our fucking existence. Yeah, and you could argue it's with the polar shift, and you could argue it's with these, you know, the global flood and the the volcanoes. What? How many people are on Earth right now? I want to see. The Earth's population? Yeah. Oh, hell. Um, We looked this up not too terribly long ago. Around 8 billion. So let's say, let's, uh, let's eight go. Eight billion? Eight billion people on the planet right now, it says. That's actually not, I thought it'd be more than that, to be honest with you. No, no. I knew mm. it was somewhere around, I thought it was like six, but that could have been a number that I remember whenever Number I was younger. So eight and they're worried billion. about overpopulation. Meanwhile, most of the Earth's surface is not being used, but whatever. So eight billion times, um, what would be five, six? Damn it. I like literally half of the continent of Australia is not being used. Right. Oh, dude, you like, like I, I just got back from my trip from Arizona, bro. So we flew whenever I, I had two connecting flights. So on the way there, I flew into Vegas and then to Phoenix. And then on the way back, I flew in from Phoenix to Denver and then back to New Orleans. The entire time I'm up in the air, I'm looking down. There is nothing in civilization, bro. Dude, it's nothingness. It is nothing. And these people acting like we have no room. We're overcrowded. No, y'all are just all going to the cities. Move. Go somewhere else. Good God. Yeah, dude. Not Texas. Stop moving from California to Texas. Fuck off. Right, right. So 8 billion times 0.83 would be 5 sixth. That leaves... Oh, that's still... Okay, so that, that would still leave about 1 point... Almost 2 billion people. That would leave 2 billion people if they wiped away 5 sixths of the, of the population. Yeah, that's insane. Two billion to go from eight billion to two billion. Well, that's not exactly a five-six comparison, but I mean we're rounding here. But rounding, I mean, yeah, yeah. Even still, let's yeah. even call it one and a half billion. Just think about that: five out of every six people you know are going to die. Yeah, by twenty twenty nine. That's what five years away now. Well, they, I guess that was the attempt with COVID. That was a big swing and a miss on that one. Yeah, well, we'll Although, see. We'll see. We'll there's see. that long COVID that's going on. Well, there's also that long uh, fucking up of the DNA that could cause some kind of stir. Yeah, um, we'll see how these next few years roll out. But it says, obviously, an alien takeover would mean that one world government would put uh, would be put into place, and in all probability, by the end of freedom as we know it. Yeah. That sounds about right. I mean, dating back to, um, what was the actor president before... Um, Trump, Reagan, Reagan. He, that's what he was. You know, Reagan was talking about. Oh, you know, if there was some kind of alien, uh, uh, alien race that we had to fight, we would all come together, almost as like a new world order. Yeah, I remember him saying that. Keep in mind, this is the same dude that wanted to absolutely throw millions and billions of dollars at Operation Space Force to put laser cannons on satellites, and he literally had to be told by the scientists, "Sir, we don't have that." Yes, we do. Operation Star Wars, let's go. No, no, sir. We don't actually have laser cannons. That's in movies. What are you talking about? But he sure the hell wanted to throw millions at it. Good God, he wanted it. 
He goes in further. It says at least nine races of alien beings view humans as a food source. They're not all cannibals. Instead, they use secretions from the glands of humans and animals for the mixtures of vitamins in their food. And some alien races can get high off of adrenaline or mm, adrenochrome. Fascinating how adrenochrome makes its way in. Of course it does, dude. Uh, number eight, it says 16. These are all points that he's making within um, this exposition. And this is in 1995. Keep yep. that in mind. Adrenochrome was only heard about at this time in like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's pure adrenochrome. Nobody knew what the hell that was. Which, when did that movie come out? That was in the 90s. Uh, shit. I, I think it was, was like 96, 97 maybe. Keep rolling. I'm going to look it up. Um, The next point, he says, 16 days before he, oh, this is 16 days before he gave this presentation. Mr. Sn- oh, before he gave the presentation. 98. Oh, so it came out in 98? Yeah. Well, wow. Well, it all ties. It all ties out. Um, it says 16 days before he gave the presentation, Mr. Snyder was shot in the shoulder by an FBI agent who wanted to kill him. Mr. Snyder shot and killed the agent in self-defense. In addition, he reported the incident to the FBI who dismissed him and the entire incident? What? Is that verified? Because that, with a freedom of information request, we could get that. Um, he claims that 11 previous attempts were made on his life since he started speaking out. He also claims that the DIA agents, what's DIA? Department? Department of Internal Affairs. Oh, okay. Um, that the DIA agents tried to kidnap, kidnap his daughter and were unsuccessful due to the heroic actions of his ex-wife. Wow. Wow. So this is a video. Here is Phil Schneider explaining his experiences at one of the last lectures before being murdered. Dude, I kind of want to watch a little bit of this. Yeah, let's go. Oh, it's a long one. It's an hour long. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that music is horrific. Um, So I'll just read it. It says, The late Phil Schneider, a retired by his choice U.S. government geologist, talks about his days uh, building deep underground bases for the government. Over 131 in the USA, one mile or more down, the involvement with alien technology, uh, samples of elements up to the atomic number 140 are shown, and advanced stealth technologies involve involves the use of alien metals. This video, made in Denver, of course, where of I just course. fucking came from, made in Denver of 1995, was lost until the August of 96 when he uh, when it was recovered this is the last known video uh made of phil while he was still alive he was terminated on or about january 11th 1996 surviving his former wife cynthia um and his eight-year-old daughter may his message may his message travel far to alert all americans of the terrible dangers facing all of us wow we're gonna have to spend some time watching this eventually oh look at that old projector dude I want to hear him talk. over the telephone approximately three years ago, and in person about two years ago. And during that period of time, I became very well acquainted with him. He was, at that time, still working for the government, and he didn't say much about what he did. But nonetheless, over a period of time, I became well acquainted with him. I found him to be a person of integrity and honesty. And about one year ago, he became totally fed up with the... New World Order and the establishment. He thought he was working for the betterment of mankind and the work that he was doing as a geologist for our government as well as for NATO. And he found out that it could be and was actually anything but that. So his revelations became, in many respects, my revelations. And I urged him last winter and spring to go public and lecture. Finally got him out. He's given over 30 lectures to date. 
All very successful, very interesting. In fact, so successful there have been 13 attempts on his life since the beginning of the year, and he survived them all. All I can say is God must be protecting him because he has a message. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Mr. Phil Schneider and understand also everything is being recorded and the video and audio tapes will be available later. Please give a warm welcome to Phil Schneider. Thanks, Al. I guess uh, I can always start off by saying loose lips sink ships. Uh, uh, that's almost a pun anymore. I'm Phil Schneider. I worked 17 years for the United States government as a geologist and uh, aerospace engineer as well as a structural engineer. I worked for uh, such elusive, uh, in elusive occupations uh, uh, with uh, Morrison Knudsen, Bechtel, Page and Page, uh, Aerospecial of France, uh, uh, and a host of other, uh, EG and G, and a host of other Los Alamos laboratory and these kind of things. But uh, rather than bore you with all those statistics, uh, I've got a uh, cooked up a real mixed bag here of uh, different. Uh, topics, and it uh, might be a little bit uh, like brain overload, but uh, I'll start from the beginning. Now, and like I said, I worked 17 years, uh, uh, co-invented uh, methods of shape charge blasting as well as uh, laser rock deflagration. Could this be a cue shout out? 17 years he worked for them? Just saying, just throwing it out there. I love it. Which means uh, uh, rock is uh, literally uh, uh, melted or, or, or powdered by a, a special maser-laser combination. Uh, and the residue of the rock uh, underneath uh, is, uh, is applied as a coating, as a liquid coating, kind of like uh, instant agate, if you could uh, imagine a hunk of agate. Uh, which is a hard silica mineral uh, rock, actually. But uh, up here we have uh, another topic. This is uh, an area to where I worked. I worked 11 years of the 17 years at Groom Lake, uh, S4, S2. Uh, it's in the Nellis uh, Air Force Base uh, uh, area. Uh, in fact, Groom Lake is... Uh, I'll show you in the picture right here. See, everybody thinks Area 51. Like, that's the spot. It's Area 51 with the aliens. Look, look. Clapping alien cheeks, dude. Area 51 may have at one time housed this shit, but it has always been about Nellis, and it's always been about S2 and S4. Right, right. But, like, that stuff... Well, that, they all connect via underground military bases, is absolutely, what Absolutely. My point is, though, like, the big counter-op, the Area 51 is known to be the alien spot. Mm. The only reason why anybody thinks that is because that was what they wanted everybody to believe. I'm just saying it's another prime example of a look over here, not over here. For sure. Um, so we're not going to play this whole video. Obviously, it's a fucking hour long, but I, I, I did want to... Dude, I, I'm, I'm loving it thus far. Honestly, it's weird because like I'm watching it as a consumer... But also loving it. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm fanboying right now. Oh, my God. I'm going to do so much research into I'm, this later. I'm geeking the fuck out right now, dude. About this guy. I didn't even know his name before this. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Phil. Uh, 
Um, you know what we'll do? You know what? We might do a whole nother episode on just him in general. Um, go a little bit deeper. We've covered kind of the basis on it, but we did. He is the main source of where all this information comes from. So that's why we wanted to give mention and, and proper respect to it. Yep. Um, but yeah, dude, it's fucking wild. This shit is no conspiracy anymore. And especially, you know, you can go on certain government websites and they talk openly about their underground military bases. It's well known. Now the number is obviously skewed. They right. say that it's in the, like the single or double digits, which is horseshit. Um, but that being said, let's, let's get to some of the things that you brought up here, Jacob. Um, you, you sent this article, I believe. Yeah. Um, it was about underground soldiers, army trains for operations below service. Yeah, I thought this was fascinating as we are talking about these subterranean military bases and everything that there are, in fact, forces that are training specifically for combat roles in this situation. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, we know this shit goes on. It's always hush hush. You know, you got to sign some kind of NDA. And obviously he probably signed an NDA, but he was like, nah. Well, Fuck that's what paper, I'm saying. Bro. Whenever you get a certain government clearance, an NDA is not what you're signing. Like you, you didn't get this clearance not knowing what the fuck this was, kind of thing. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, but either way, you're signing some kind of, you know, uh, agreement that you're not going to say mm-hmm. shit. I thought um, it was interesting, also, that it's from Honolulu. Yeah, it's pretty strange. I'll read the article. It says, um, and this is an article via uh, 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 P-A-C-O-M dot M-I-L, which is, dot U- mil. Um, which is U.S. Indo-Pacific Command. Okay. Um, it says, beneath the streets of the densely populated Korean peninsula, U.S. soldiers donned in heavy gear traverse South Korea's dim underground tunnels. To better face the daunting challenge of combat in larger cities, soldiers of the 2nd Infantry Division, 8th Army, have taken a step further, learning to move underground in the East Asian nation. 8th Army Commander Lieutenant General Bill Burleson said that soldiers will need to learn how to operate below the surface to avoid sensors and monitoring devices on the ground level. He goes, when, uh, when you look at the ability to move underground, in some ways the tunnels are completely unseen by other sensors. We've got to be able to fight that and fight in the terrain. And in cities, some of that involves tactics and techniques. There's a leader development aspect to that. There's a communications aspect to that. It says uh, four known underground tunnels exist in the 150-mile demilitarized zone between North and South Korea in the pen- in the peninsula's center. U.S. soldiers from the Second ID and the Republic of Korea have built subterranean training facilities to prepare for conflict in cities. The partner nations engaged Exercise Warrior uh, Shield in March 2023 to strengthen U.S. and ROC collaboration across all domains while improving tactics and procedures. uh, The combined forces also conducted air assault and ground forces operations. During Warrior Shield, soldiers from the 2nd Second Brigade, 2nd Infantry Division uh, simulated breaching the entrances of underground buildings. Uh, this is another quote by Burleson. He says, they have actually acquired some material solutions to operate underground better without constraints. That will allow them to operate in underground facilities. And we know there's facilities under North Korea that we've got to be prepared for uh, for should conflict come. Dude, I mean, so this is, everybody's doing this shit. So understand that, yes, they're talking about subterranean under a city urban type of fighting and they're doing training to to match this right we train like we fight all these things i get it but i just wanted to also make mention that there's multiple examples of underground tunnels done by the military for multiple reasons the fact that he mentioned that there was or the article mentioned that there was how many miles of underground tunnel between south and north korea yeah dude 
Like miles. this is not this isn't like a new concept. Hundred and thirty miles was that? Isn't that what it said? Something right. like that. It's and that long. was a dot mill site. Understand that underground tunnels connecting military things is not like a new concept or some sort of strange thing. It's understood to be true. Right, right. Um, so this is actually a website that I found. It's a uh, veteran dot com. Huh. So you figure probably probably a pretty reliable source. Um, and the it's from 2020. It says underground military bases. It says when you think about underground military bases, it's easy to come up with a scenario from a Hollywood doomsday movie, the end of a Terminator three rise of the machines movie, the movie that ends up with the heroes taking refuge in a nuclear bunker, which is also designed as a military command and control facility. There really are such underground facilities owned by the DOD, but their actual uses range from the U S nuclear missile program to tracking man made space debris as part of space operations, including NASA missions, uh, international space station support, etc. For sure. Okay. Um, the DOD nuclear missile silos. There are many underground um, operations controlled by the Department of Defense and America's sixth branch, sixth branch of the military, which is the Space Force, Shout is, out. is responsible for a large number of them. These locations are known as the tip of the spear in relation to the United States military ability to launch intercontinental ballistic missiles with nuclear or conventional war heads what specifically is the tip of the spear all the underground nuclear missile silos across the united states most are located in the northern tier such as montana north dakota south dakota etc uh minnow minot is probably minnow uh, mm. Minnow Air Force Base, North Dakota, is one of these tip of the spears bases with a network of underground mi- uh, missile sites staffed by officers who are responsible for actual or practice missile launch operations, alert fa- uh, facility staff, and facility managers. Yo, I'm just going to say shout out again to the Space Force, you beautiful bastards, you guardians. I can't wait to see you at Applebee's on Veterans Day here in a few years, you assholes. Ah. I can't wait to have these conversations with y'all. Anyway. The sixth branch. Um, these underground operations run 24 hours a day, and crews don't uh, crews don't work eight hours and then go home. Underground operators sleep and work in shifts due to the remote lo- uh, locations of the missile silos. When news media crews are given permission to visit these sites with military escorts, they must often be driven long distances or flown to missile silo sites by helicopter. Some silos are the subject of local, local controversy, and at least one Air Force base in the northern tier, there was an informal annual protest during the 1990s. A group of senior citizens, uh, a group of senior citizen activists, <laughs> you never hear that, Okay. Um, uh, attempted to access nuclear missile silos uh, location uh, locations to stage in-person protests. Those are usually handled as local incidents, but nuclear missile, uh, nu- but but like nuclear missiles themselves, those protests are a throwback to an earlier time when there was still a Soviet Union in substantial nuclear threat. Then it gets into the Cheyenne Mountain complex here, baby. Okay. This is what Q actually talks about. A lot of yeah. the Cheyenne Mountain shit. Um, it says Cheyenne Mountain Complex is located in Colorado Springs, Colorado. It is a massive, secure underground complex under some 2,000 feet of granite. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers supervised the excavation of Cheyenne Mountain starting uh, circa 1961 with nearly 700,000 tons of granite excavated for the project. Cheyenne Mountain served as home to critical NORAD operations during the Cold War. The site became fully operational uh, as the uh, North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, uh, Combat Operations Center in 1967. It was created to withstand a nuclear explosion as close as approximately one mile away. Damn, a nuke could go off and one mile away, you're good. 
Wow. Um, and was considered one time to be the U.S. the only U.S. facility capable of enduring the effects of electromagnetic pulse, which essentially disables all electro uh, all electrical equipment within a certain radius of a nuclear blast. Damn. So yeah. So even an EMP ain't got shit on this. That's legit. It's just a giant feral cage. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, they probably did that. They just made the entire thing Faraday cage. Faraday. Excuse me. What I said, feral. You said feral, like a fucking. Uh, <laughs> rabid wolverine or something feral cage um shout out chris Faraday cage my bad um it says the missions at cyan uh, at cheyenne mountain have included air defense command satellite systems ballistic missile defense center combat operations center a space defense operations center cheyenne mountain complex improvements program joint surveillance system and survey uh, survivable communications integration system in 2002 the complex was re, uh, redesigned cheyenne mountain air force station it was the beginning of the uh, beginning of the end of the Cold War era operations there. NORAD uh, evolved with the times, and in 2006, the mission moved out of the underground facility and was rehomed in Peterson Air Force Base, Colorado. NORAD and U.S. NORTHCOM um, integrated into a command center at the headquarters building at Peterson, where it continues operating in modern times. In 2008, the Cheyenne Mountain uh, facility ce- celebrated its 50th anniversary. The old NORAD and U.S. NORTHCOM underground sites were redesigned as an alternate command center and would wind up being uh, wind up being used for training and military exercise support. Of course. Sure it is. Of course. The complex is maintained by the 21st Mission Support Group, and some sources report that during peak operations at the underground facility, approximately 2,000 people work there. Okay, so it's just using military operation or military training exercise, but you got 2,000 fucking people still working there. It's kind of weird. That's kind Um, of a small installation. 2,000 people in an entire base, that's that's pretty much just like a guard detail and like maintenance workers. I mean, it's still underground. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so like if that caved in, that's 2,000 people dead. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't know how long the, or how strong the support is, but you oh, know, I, mean, it's a I mountain. imagine it's into a mountain, isn't it? Right, but it's it goes into a mountain, but then underground. Well, I mean, like it makes sense that they would keep a relatively low staff underground because like we are currently not at the risk of a nuclear threat. If we were, then I'm sure they would up the ante. But like, yeah, that makes sense. Then shout out to my Pennsylvanians. Um, uh, it says the Raven Rock Mountain Complex, um, also known as Site R, is an underground nuclear bunker close to Blue Ridge Summit in Pennsylvania. The site was built during the Cold War as an alternative location for Pentagon operations. There were a number of sites created for this purpose under a continuity of government plan that got its start as er- as early as the American Revolution. Damn. So also going to give a quick little call back to an episode we did on astro projection and that whole government experiment. And in fact, there was a case where one of the uh, astral traveler people was able to correctly find Raven Rock Mountain Complex. Yep. And could correctly name the guards that happened to be on duty at that exact point in time. Bro. So... Just gonna say that, saying seeing Raven Rock, maybe remember that. This Just is like out to astral. This shit, is in, shit might have something with it. This is in the case of some kind of nuclear war, and they got this place for a continuity of fucking government plan. So, like in the, in the even in the case of a nuclear war where it probably like kills most of all people, they're like, no, nah, we still gonna have our government though, bro. For sure, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like for sure, that's always been the plan. My God, the fucking power and greed is unreal. Um. 
It says the installation's largest tenant unit was listed by several sources as Defense Threat Reduction Agency. Raven Rock, came, uh, Raven Rock gained some new notoriety thanks to a tell-all book by Garrett Graff. Raven Rock, uh, the name of the book is called Raven Rock, the story of the U.S. government's secret plan to save itself while the rest of us die. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, um, it was published in 2017 and explores the history of the site and Im- implications of its existence of its existence and then in 1776 the continental congress passed a continental congress uh passed a resolution anticipating a need to relocate command and control of the nation's businesses from philadelphia to baltimore yeah oh well philadelphia was the original capital of the free and independent united states but they were always trying to find a different place for it and that's actually why washington chose dc interesting how that all worked out though because you know you got the baltimore ravens raven rock moving to baltimore well they were named after edgar Allan poe i i know what the story is i'm just just saying it's weird how that also connects to it okay fair enough Um, fair enough it says there wasn't always a continuity of government doctrine to follow but in 1952 president truman ordered federal agencies to create contingency plans to manage a civil emergency since the beginning of that initiative as planning evolved it grew to include secret underground operations like raven rock which was meant to house senior defense uh, senior defense uh, department officials and their staff if america launched a nuclear strike or launched missiles in retaliation for a nuclear sh- uh, nuclear strike strike uh, site r or raven rock was intended as a facility where government operations could continue in spite of mass destruction from an uh, from an em- enemy nuclear assault well but- yeah you have to have some sort of command outpost if a nuke hits not everybody is down and you may still have military assets that you could use to retaliate you got to have some place to fall back to to keep it rolling But nuclear war wasn't the only motivation for having such alternate locations. In 2006, uh, Defense Department officials held a military exercise at Raven Rock. It was meant to test how the facility might be able to weather a flu pandemic. Interesting. In what year was this? 2006. Interesting. Interesting. Um, According to a Yahoo News report from March 17th uh, of 2020. Oh, right around the fucking time that this shit started going around. Hmm. um, The exercise operated in a scenario where the H5N1 bird flu epidemic began to affect operations in the United States. So they ran an exercise where the bird flu flu was going around March 17th, whenever they had just announced, and some people say that they announced it on uh, 311, which was March 11th of 2020, just six days after they ran this fucking exercise. Well, they ran the exercise in 06. No, 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 no. It says, yeah, in 2006, they held certain exercises uh, meant to test um, uh, how they would handle a a flu pandemics. Um, But then it says in March March 17th of 2020, the exercise operated in a scenario where the H5N1 bird flu epidemic began to affect operations in the United States. Got you. So they ran a scenario, and their supposed bad guy, quote-unquote, was the new bird flu. The results, the DOD learned it was harder than they anticipated to keep infections from spreading, and it, and it is no coincidence that this occurred around the same time that the reports of DOD leaders questioning the continued value of such operations. Um, Department of Defense uh, officials are not likely to discuss emergency evacuation plans in interviews or press queries related to 2020 COVID outbreak. Whether a facility like Raven Rock is included in contingency planning in, in case the coronavirus emergency 
requires some form of evacuation of essential fed- federal officials isn't a topic of public discussion. Okay, so it's not a topic of public discussion, but they're like, yo, if we, yeah, if there's some kind of flu, some kind of pandemic, something, you know, how good would Raven Rock be at keeping all that shit out? And they basically found that not that good, not good, not that good. Um, but it says, but the fact that the that a viral outbreak exercise was held at the facility in 2006 does lead uh, some to wonder what the next move could be for the DOD should things escalate to the point where relocation of Pentagon operations or other needs could require uh, uh, the use of Raven Rock. Do you remember a video that came out? It was with Alex Jones. And Jesse Ventura. Oh yeah, dude. And it was that's I old forget, school shit. I forget what year it was, but he was talking about that was Jesse Ventura's and conspiracy pan- show. Yes, and it was about pandemics and vaccines and all of that. And at the time, that seemed crazy. I'm trying to remember what year that was. Because probably that was, around that time. I'm thinking if it was around after 06, and the he like Alex Jones would have found this and tried to think why would the government be doing some sort of military training exercise for a flu? Like what? Why would they worry about such a thing? That's insane. Look, dude, Alex Jones is plugged in. I, I mean, mean, whether he's controlled up or not, he knows some shit. I still don't think he's controlled up. I I don't believe him, my man. You think he's a good guy? I don't think he's necessarily good or bad guy. I think Alex Jones is Alex Jones. I would love to have him on the show one day. That's I would love like to be on his or that's have him like on Mount ours. Rushmore of people I would love to get on this show. You know what I mean? I know people throw shade at him, and yes, maybe Sandy Hook was a really, really, really big swing and a miss, or, or right. not, or not. I'm not like judging off of all like, but I'm sorry, he's been right how many fucking times? I mean, yeah, say what you want, love him, hate him. Your boy is on some shit. Yeah, it's like The Simpsons. Just like The Simpsons. You might think it's sophomoreish humor and all it's stupid and it's a cartoon. Look, they've been right how many times? I'm sorry. Too many to ignore. Too many. Um, uh, The next part of this, it says underground facilities, they're not all run by the military. Not all underground shelters, installations, or command centers are owned by the Department of Defense. One such underground installation is called Mount Weather... It's, oh, it's called Mount Weather Emergency Operations Center. It is officially described as a Department of Homeland Security facility situated on 564 acres high in the Blue Ridge Mountains, approximately 64 miles west of Washington, D.C. I love the Blue Ridge Mountains, dude. The best ride I ever had was in the fall going down the Blue Ridge Parkway. Never been. It's gorgeous. I'll take your uh, word for it. Oh, we're going to go on motorcycles one year in the fall. When we're we getting our we're valley. getting our fucking bikes this year, dude. Oh yeah, no, our, it's our 2024. Happening. It's happening in 2024. We will both be on two wheels. You're gonna teach me how to ride, bro. I'll. Uh, yep. Are you? Are, do you think you could be a good teacher? I don't know. I guess we'll find I mean, out. I know they have like you know they have like Harley training places out in uh, Hammond, I believe. I would say that it would be better. You would have to get a motorcycle endorsement, and I think for that in this state, you may have to actually go to a riding course. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It's it's, uh, sponsored by Harley. We'll make that a business expense. I'm good with it. I I will chip in for you to go to a riding course if it means getting you on two wheels and us on some bikes, dog. Yeah, it's like a two or three day thing that you go up there. I used to work for Harley Davidson back Mm -hmm. like five or six years ago. I worked there for like a week and found out that I don't know shit about fuck about motorcycles, but it was still (laughs) like a cool place to work, you know? Yeah, dude. Um, probably Probably because I love Sons of Anarchy and I was like, you know what? I want to see if Harley's hiring. You know. And so I went in there and I was like, going to be a salesman. And so people would come up to me and they'd, they'd be like, oh man, so this, you know, this new um, panhead or whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, that really reminds me of the 56 model. And I'm like, sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I love it. You know nothing about these motors, and you're nothing. just like, it's fucking right, man. Yeah. yeah. All the stuff. This kitty purrs. <laughs> oh you're supposed to say this lion roars, this bro. Lion roars. But, yeah, so I, I love and hate Sons of Anarchy for a lot of the same reasons. I love it for the storyline. I love that it brought awareness to motorcycles, and, like, people are actually paying attention to people on the road these days, and, like, it, I'm, I'm good with this. I do not like how it portrayed the club lifestyle. I do not like how it portrayed the outlaw lifestyle either. Like, dude, every day is not a fucking plot to kill somebody. Well, I'm they sorry. Ha- dude, you got to think about it. It's a show. They're not going to show a boring day in the lifestyle. I know, I know. It's just, it was not it's like, the best portrayal of it is all I'm saying. It, like did an, a, it did a disservice. An example of that would be like, I watch Big Brother, right? Okay. They're not going to show fucking live footage of people eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. There no, they're going to skip. They're going to skip right to the good parts. There's people that watch that shit. There's cameras that are live twenty four seven. Oh apparently. yeah, yeah, but that's not in the hour show on CBS. Uh, yeah, yeah, you no, know no, what I'm no. saying? For sure. For so sure. that's that's how that is. But anyway, um, it says according to a, a official documents published by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the site is described as an operations center intended for the president and cabinet members to shelter, uh, to shelter in uh, should there be a nuclear attack on the United States. Vice President Dick Cheney, back in the day, is said to have fled to Mount Weather following the 9-11 attacks in 2001. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you fled? No, you fucking didn't. You're the one that set that shit up in the first place, you little bitch. Indeed. It also makes sense to me that, yeah, the military wouldn't know all this. You have Homeland Security. You have, that would have like FEMA outposts and massive hubs for like storage facilities underground for shit. So I could absolutely see multiple government entities having a lot of reasons for mil- for underground uh, installations, if you will. Sure. Why did Barack Obama get a nose ring? I'm sorry? It's a joke. Why did Barack Obama get a nose ring? I, I don't know. Because he heard George Bush had a Dick Cheney. Ba-dum. Wow. <laughs> I love it. That's an old one. Um, now I've we're going to... never heard it, but Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, 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 it says this one right here, this, what is the name of this website here? I always like giving all call outs, you know, giving credit where credit is due. Indeed. Uh, this name of this website is called the event chronicle.com. And it's actually a list of some of the deep underground military bases. Yep. So we're going to get into some of these bad boys. Um, so in they, and they, and they're not in every state, um, but they're in a lot of states. So in Arizona, they have 11 underground military bases. I'll name a few. They have uh, Fort Huachuca. Okay. I think that's how that's said. They have uh, Gila Mountain area. They have Grand Wash Cliffs, Green Valley, Hualapai Mountains, Okay. Um, and Mount Lemon, to name a few. Then you have, in Arkansas, they have two of them, which uh, it says one of them is in the Arkansas Pine Bluff area. Another one is in the vicinity of Hardy and Cherokee Village. Then in California, they got a bunch of them. That makes Holy sense. shit. That's probably the most of them. Yeah, it's a long list. Holy shit. So in California, they got the 29 Palms Marine Base. Yep. They have China Lake. Oh, China Lake is for mind control and re- uh, weapons research? Hmm. What? Also, I don't we know. We need to go back to that eventually as an episode on its own. China Lake, we got to remember that one. I'm also going to say, as far as the stumps go, I don't know of any underground tunnel that connects 29 Palms to anything else. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm saying I have no knowledge of this. That's 
It's possible, sure. It's compartmentalized information, sir. It's on a need-to-know basis. I mean, I was never stationed there. I went there a couple of times. So, like, that's my point. I've never, like, actually spent time there. I don't know. If any of the, any Marine vets that serve some time at the stumps that would like to chime in on this, if you heard of any kind of underground tunnels, I would love to hear. Oh, whoa. They are actually calling them what they are. Okay, so the 29 Palms one, it says it's a a U.S. alien research and diagnostic facility and UFO base. Then the one in China Lake, it's for mind control and and weapons research. Once again, anybody, any people from 29 Palms that has some information about the alien uh, research being done there. Holla at your boys. Holla at us. Good God almighty. Then in uh, Deep Springs, they have a saucer base in Fort Irwin, another saucer base. Um, in uh, Air, Edwards Air Force Edwards Air Force Base mm-hmm. in the area where Diamond, uh, I don't know what those mean. Uh, uh, it says there are three underground UFO bases in the Edwards Air Force Base. Yeah, I've heard about Edwards before. Um, they have the George Air Force Base, um, which is for saucers. They have Helendale Lockheed Underground Facility. Uh, it says there are it's technology for secret projects. There are three saucer bases there. And then in L.A., how about this one? It says, uh, in L.A. on Highway 14 towards Edwards Air Force Base after Palmdale, one turns off and, wait, one turns off and after taking several streets to 170th, uh, 170th Street North uh, on 170th Street to Rosam. Okay, that's just giving the directions at that yeah. point. Um, it says technology. There's no address to this place. It's giving you directions on how to get there. Right. It says technology for the elite secret projects. This area was very active in the 70s. Northrop's facility in in uh, is near the Tehach, Tehachapi Mountains. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Okay. Uh, it says it's been reported to go down 42 levels. It's heavy. Uh, it is heavy involved with electronics and high tech aerospace research. Okay. Then they mention Mount Shasta. Yep. Um, then Kern River, Napa Valley, Norton Air Force Base, Quincy, California, um, Presido, San Bernardino, Santa Barbara, Santa Rosa, Sierra Nevada, or Sierra Nevada Air Force, or Sierra Nevada Mountains, um, which is a very deep military base. And then you got the Tehachapi Ranch. Uh, there are four saucer bases. The It's a canyon that has an underground base, which was finished in September of 1995. This is the Unholy Six base of the Orion. Uh, uh, Unholy Six base of the Orions. 35 degrees. Okay, I guess it's on the 35th I have no parallel. idea what that means. Me neither, they, but they call Hold it on. the Unholy Six base of the Orions. I'm going to look that up. All right, while, while you're looking here. that up, I'll read a couple more. And then the last one they mention is Trona, California. And uh, uh, this dumb site is on China's China Lake's north uh, NWC's land and may have been built in the 60s. Uh, then we have Colorado. There's quite a few here as well. The, you have the Alamosa, Book Cliffs in Boulder, Colorado, Colorado Spring, uh, Springs, Fort Collins, Grand Mesa, and Montreux. Okay, but anyway, uh, the Montreux one, it says this site in Paradox Valley can be reached via Highway 90. Okay, so uh, some of them are a base for Orion Saucer Base. Uh, There's a base for Gray Aliens. This, uh, the next one is, oh, the one in Boulder, which 
not shockingly. It says the hair, uh, the headquarters for EMC, a type of electromagnetic mind control that is being broadcast to modify the thinking of Americans and to control slaves. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That doesn't okay. surprise me. Um, then you have in Connecticut, there's one of them. Uh, it says Northwest Connecticut. That's all it gives. Um, in Florida, there's two of them. It says there's a massive base, a report, uh, reported saucer base. And then you have another one in Florida, um, in El- Elgin air force base, uh, another Orion saucer base since 1978 in Georgia. There's two of them. One in one is in Atlanta. It says, uh, uh, a FEMA regional center, which is appropriately, uh, placed since Atlanta is to become a capital with within the New World Order redrawing of the boundaries. Oh, what the fuck? This is a lot of new shit to me, dude. It says Atlanta is believed to have several underground installations in its area. One uh, near North Kennesaw Mountain uh, connected to Dobbins Air Force Base. Okay. And okay. It, it connects to uh, south of Atlanta at Forest Park. And then the other one's in um, uh, Thomasville. Then you have two in Idaho, Lower Goose Lake. Uh, the other one is South Central Idaho. Under the Snake River, lava flows between Twin Falls and Idaho Falls. Dude. Uh, two of them in Kansas, one in Atchison, um, and the other one is in Kinsley. Um, several, uh, there's four in Maryland, Camp David. There's another one, uh, below Fort Meade, another one in Olney, another one in, uh, Sweetland, Suitland or Sweetland, Maryland. Um, okay. pretty crazy shit. The one in Sweetland or Suitland, um, it says classified archives of us government, uh, stored here in underground levels. Vaults have extensive amounts of documents, which are not indexed Res- uh, restricted access with coded security card, high level intelligence groups operate in the area. Also, you live in Sweetland, Maryland, bro. Holla at your boys. No okay. Doubt. That's one I want to know more about another one in Massachusetts. It's in Maynard. Um, which it says Wacken Hut is here too. I don't know what that is. Uh, in Michigan, there's two of them, Battle Creek and Gwyn. Um, oh, shit. The one in Gwyn, it says it's an Air Force base. An Air Force base is also nearby. Under Lake Superior is an alien base with roads that are 5,000 feet deep. Whoa. I want to know how they know this shit. But, I mean, it's pretty fucking specific, bro. They're giving coordinates. Um, I'm also kind of concerned here because everything you're listing is also on this list that I just found while looking up the Unholy Six. What the hell? Oh, wow. And that's a .org? That's archives.org? Archive.org. The Internet Archive.org. Oh, shit. What the hell? Hold on. I'm going I'm to I'm airdrop this to you. Because, All right. I'm going to just go through the rest of these yeah, real go quick. Ahead. Uh, and I'm just... Just for any of the cult members that are living in these in these areas, this is kind of like a call to action. Maybe you can drive by, see if there's anything crazy. Maybe you can like you know put your ear to the ground like the old Native Americans would do, and just see if there's some shit going on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you live in any of these cities or any of these towns, fucking let us know. Um, they have three in Missouri. 12 miles south of Lebanon, and then it gives the coordinates. Um, and then the next one is in the Bat Dry Dead Man Howl Cluster of Caves. There's one there. And then uh, in St. Francis Mountains, between St. Louis and New Madrid. Then in uh, Nebraska, there's North Central. That's all they say for that one. And then uh, Red Willow, Red Willow something. Um, okay, dude. 
Um, and oh god, it just lost my place. Sorry. No. Where was <laughs> I? No, there I am. Um, the next one is uh, Nevada, which of course you got Blue Diamond. Uh, you have Groom Lake, also known as Dreamland, Area 51, The Area, The Spot, Red Square, Sally Corridor, Watertown Strip. Okay, it says, run by the NWO along with demonic beings. The CIA is there in whack and hut security. Two large underground facilities close to but separate from Groom Lake, but controlled by the de- 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 God damn it, I can't speak. demonic beings are... Papoose Range and Cockeyed Ridge underground bases. Purpose is the testing of various UFOs and other secret aircraft like the Aurora and Stealth. Also, biological work is done, including the biological raising of small greys. Many levels have been built these uh, in these three complexes, and a seven-mile run, uh, long run, uh, long runway, which is actually thirty-nine miles. Okay. This is fucking weird, dude. Um, and they also have one in the Quartzite Mountains and Tenopa Air Force. Um, those are in Nevada. Then to get to New Hampshire, there's only one. Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. There's three. It says uh, there may be as many as three underground installations in New Hampshire's hills. Um, then in New Jersey, there's one called Picatinny Arsenal. Okay. Okay. Then in New Mexico, there's... Okay. So it says the A state lot. of New Mexico... <clears throat> the state of New Mexico and Colorado have been used for the construction of a series of underground bases. Um, all the rest of the states have too. The primary underground facilities in the new in New Mexico consist of three enormous underground bases in uh, the Dolce, New Mexico area, the White Sands uh, Alamogordo area, um, the Los, uh, Los Alamos area, the New Mexico area has basically four underground systems out. One goes to the Four Corners area and then to Groom Lake or Area 51. Uh, one goes to, uh, north toward Delta, uh, Colorado and Colorado Springs. The Taos facilities go north approximately along 25. Okay, I don't want fucking directions. I was just trying to name all these yeah. places. I know, um, I so you got Angel Peak. One's in Dolce, one's in Kirtland, one's in Manzano Mountain, one in Pie Town, one in Sandia Mountains of Albuquerque, um, and then one is uh, to the north of Taos Pueblo, and the last one is in White Sands. Then in New York, you got the Adreno Dac Mountains, the New York metro area, and Plattsburgh. And I mean, o- the, the New York metro area being the subway, like, yeah. It's underground, for sure. It's you don't tunnels. know what else is going on under there? Yeah. Um, in Oklahoma, you got Ada and Ash, Ashland Naval Ammunition Depot. Then in Oregon, you got Bull Run, Coos Bay, and Kalamath Falls. In Pennsylvania, you got Blue Ridge Summit, as we talked about. Mm. Um, oh, shit. It talks about Major Electronic Nerve Center. Whoa, I got to read this one, especially, you know, being from PA. Um, mm, 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 It says the NOD installations is involved with psychic and satellite control over slaves. This underground complex is to allow the government of the United States to escape a nuclear attack. Um, The enormous complex uh, radiates under Washington, D.C. and connects with many other sites. The tunnel system is used to move some of the mind control sex slaves. The walls and ceilings of the tunnels are ceramic tile with for, uh, fluorescent lighting recessed into the ceilings. Holy shit, Pennsylvania always on the dumbest shit all, all the time, bro. I mean, you know, the Keystone State. Good God Almighty. 
Yeah, it's the key. All right. Yeah. Um, and then in Texas, you got Fort Hood, Denton, and Red River Arsenal. In Virginia, you got Bluemont, uh, Mount Weather Base. Okay, we yeah. already talked about that one. Then you got Culpepper. Um, and then you have Pentagon, uh, Arlington. Pentagon itself. Oh, oh, the Pentagon. Yeah. And then you have uh, uh, Warrington Training, uh, Training Control Center. Okay. Um, then in Washington, there's a lot of them. I'm sorry. This is taking a little while. But then in Washington, you got Bothell. Or Bothell. Yeah. Uh, oh, then it talks about the White House. It says, in the White House in Washington, D.C., the secret NOD underground installation, which is connected to the intelligence groups like the NSA and the CIA, as well as many other nefarious groups, lay under the White House with tunnels connecting this NOD installation with the House of the Temple. The Supreme Court of the 33rd degree of the Scottish Rites House of the Temple has a 14-foot by 25-foot room in it with 13 chairs where the Illuminati's Grand Druid Council meet. The NOD's deep underground installation has numerous levels to it. One eyewitness went to level 17 and stated uh, that he believes that deeper level exists. Whoa. For sure. I feel like each one of these could garner their own show. They really could. And maybe they will. And then, last but not least, and also not last, um, <laughs> uh, there's West Virginia. Um, they have two of them in West Virginia. One is called Sugar Grove. The other one is White Sulphur Springs. Oh, the one in White Sulphur Springs is strange. It says, um, under the Greenbrier Hotel, a mini city large enough for 800 people equipped with its own crematorium. If there are any other purposes other than listening to U.S. microwave communication, it is unknown by its author. And then finally, last and least, um, in Utah. Least? Uh, you throwing shade at Utah, dude? Fucking Mormons, bro. Ah, You know what I mean? Fair enough. I mean, we love you. You're some great people, but you know, maybe that's just surface level shit. Eh, no We're calling shade you out. Throwing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no shade throwing at the Mormons. I'm throwing shade at Joseph Smith. Whatever you believe, you know, it's it's real to you. So that's all that matters. Um, so in Utah, uh, the Connecticut, Connecticut, okay, Connecticut Ken- Copper Company um, has been connected to the Illuminati and the KKK. Oh, of course, with all those fucking K's in it. Um, uh, these connections have been exposed in other writings by this author, Connecticut's, or I don't even know how to say that, Connecticut, I'm, that's how I'm saying it. Uh, the mine is reported to be owned by the World Bank in the Salt Lake City Salt Lake City area and is serviced by Union Pacific, which is reported uh, connected to the Mormon Church. How about that? Yeah, the, the Mormon mine, Church had kind of a big hand with the Klan. Uh, if you want to look historically and where they believe like black people came from and shit, Salt Lake City's Klansmen had quite the... Quite the foothold. Yeah, they stayed on the fence for too long. Isn't that what they said? Uh, or no, something like that, and no. they got fried or some fucking racist shit? No, it was like, basically, they believed that they were the offspring of, like, the ones who didn't choose the path of light. Remember our girl uh, came and talked about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that there was, like, some kind of fence story. That they like, stayed on the fence, they didn't know which side to pick, and they ended up, like... No, that's a that's a racial joke. That that was their joke, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a joke the Klansmen used a lot. Oh, okay. But anyway. Um, it says, the mine is receiving a heavy volume of big trucks after 11 p.m. For instance, in a normal night, over six dozen large trucks with two trailers each rolling into the mine. Uh, in other words, it appears that the heavy train and tractor trailer activity indicates something besides mining. That would make sense to me. Okay. You know, I'll take your word for it. 
a Klansman's Alamo, Alamo last stand, so to speak. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, dude. Um, anyway, look, this was something we didn't expect to go this long, but you know, and there's plenty more. We actually have this was supposed to be a much longer episode, but Jacob has things he has to do today. I with do. Kids and such. I do. It is a you know it's that time of the year. It's a busy time. Yeah. Um. So thank you, uh, uh, all the cult members for hanging out with us as we just dive in deep literally <laughs> to these deep underground military bases i'm sure there's probably going to be a part two at some point oh there's got to be dude we um, barely scratched the surface pun intended honestly yeah that's i mean we literally went almost nowhere compared to all the information that's out there i would really like to dive into sir philip a yep. little bit more i would like to dive into a, a couple of those specific locations that it was talking about such as like the mind control centers and stuff like that um i believe it all dude i don't think this is none of this is far-fetched especially whenever you no. dude we're we're like over 400 episodes there's nothing that can surprise me anymore that's what i'm saying whenever i found out that number lined up the trillions of dollars that they were like trying to answer for perfectly lined up with the unexplained dollars being spent underground I wasn't even surprised. Like, it was sure. enough. It was enough money to to make 128 out of the 130. Crazy how that works out. That is no coincidence, dude. Yeah, I mean, goddamn, dude. Anyway, well, you know, cult members. It's like we always say. Until next time, this was another beautiful episode of the Cult of Conspiracy. And my name's Jonathan. I'm Jay. And there's one very important, extremely vital piece of information we need you to learn just as soon as humanly possible. Open up that third eye. Hey, cult members, Jacob here. Just want to ask, who wants better sex? The best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, but that's not all. When you get one item, they will also send three bonus sexy items and six free movies. They offer discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus free shipping on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All will be packaged and sent discreetly for free. That's 50% off one item and 10 free gifts to boot. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter the offer code CULT at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item, plus 10 free gifts, 3 bonus items, 6 free movies, and free shipping. Use the offer code CULT, that's C-U-L-T, at adamandeve.com. Now this is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use this code to get you not just the discount and the free goodies, but also the 100% free shipping with the code CULT. CULT.